Happy early Halloween, everyone. Winky Winky Woo just messaged me and yelled at me to start the stream already. So I'm sorry, Winky. Uh, hello. Welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your minority, Pikachu, aka Beverly J. Clark. And today is Thursday, October 27th, 2022. And here with me tonight is the Ash Ketchum to my Pikachu, Alex Maselli. Hi. I, like, have literally never, like, the only Pokemon thing I've ever watched was the Pokemon, the Detective Pikachu, Pikachu? Movie, yeah. which I liked, by the way. I, I thought it was good. As a gamer, I don't know why you haven't been playing Pokemon games. I'm behind on them, but someday I will catch up and play everything. I'm still on. on my I own. honestly think I was too old. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're only a few years older than me. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't really all that popular with my age group when oh, I was Oh okay so maybe it is popular. Yeah like we like no I didn't hardly know anyone in my age group that played it like honestly. Uh, okay. Until, like, they started getting into like culty like you know and less commonly like more retro kind of like attitudes but when they started getting into uh, their late teens and early 20s. <laughs> all right. Um uh, I was trying to think like yeah because I was right at the cusp of uh, you know i had a friend who's like a year older than me in chicago but she like was super into animaniacs and then like a few uh, someone else who's a few years older like it was right around like i think maybe i watched some of it but i don't really remember it like it's not mm -hmm. in my, so but like i was right on the other end of like no here's all the other nerdy things mm -hmm. um <laughs> but uh alex already promised me she was going as a sexy cop for halloween says g-man so if a promise is a promise. Uh, it's not a promise that I made. <laughs> if I made it in your dreams. <laughs> dreams. I got, so I hadn't really got, like I, I've collected costumes over the years and I, I hadn't really gotten any new ones. And I came across one on online that was like a, a, like a steampunk renaissance thing that was like a purple corset with like a skirt, like a, tool skirt and I'm like oh that's kind of cool like I'll, let me get that and man I wish the bust area could be tightened more because I don't quite fill that up and so it's just kind of not too much but it was like yeah I don't know what to do here like I gotta I can't stuff things out because it like shows and I was like well I just mm -hmm. wish at some point because it's not quite like something that you really tie up it it like hooks up mm -hmm. and stuff too so i'm like it doesn't you can't like bend in it at all though it's definitely stiff so you kind of have to just stay it's like having a back brace on <laughs> i assume i can't um uh like the only costume that i've been wanting over the years is a is a good harley quinn costume and i can't find one I after after Suicide Squad came out a few years ago, there were they would they had cheap ones that you could buy, but but they were based on the Suicide Squad movie, and I hate that fucking costume. Uh, so there was no way in hell. I saw someone on Etsy uh, does the full jumpsuit costume, even with the tasseled head and everything, and I was like, I'd love that, but I have to do like the measurements and shoot and. Sh it costs a lot of money and I was like, I don't know that biggest I biggest thing is money. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want uh, Alex in a fancy costume, you gotta donate money. Uh, <laughs> but uh they the Harley Quinn thing, like I've seen, I don't know all of the different outfits that she's had, but I've like different pictures and stuff that I've seen her in. But I, I forget what it was, some TV show where it was like 
maybe the Suicide Squad had just come out. So everyone was dressing like you're doing like everyone in the news report and stuff too. They're all dressed up as Harley Quinn for Halloween. So like part of me is like, oh, I think that'd be cool to do. But then like, but then everyone else already wants to do it too. Like, so like, do you go for that? But, and that's why a lot of times the costumes I've done, I'm just like, well, uh, I've, I've like just created my own things out of stuff that I've already had lying around in costume bins for years. If I, like, I don't know which one I would choose, but, like, I like the original animated Harley Quinn costume, of course, because how could you not? So it's a classic. And then I like the, um, what is it? The the Bombshells Harley Quinn is really good. It's the one that looks like a, like, what you would put on the side of a, you know, World War II airplane, um, you know, fire plane. And then um, oh. the... Arkham uh, City costume is really cool. And then maybe the Suicide Squad one that she wears in the opening sequence. That one's not bad. The, oh, right, right. There's Suicide Squad and the Suicide I still, I've only yeah. seen one. I don't, it was the first one. I hate one. Suicide Squad, but yeah. the Suicide Squad is actually worth watching. <laughs> okay, is this, I'm just seeing like either action figures or other people doing uh <laughs> cosplay of it is that the bombshell one that's yeah that's pretty much the bombshell one okay although my stomach's not that flat so i could <laughs> probably do that one <laughs> hey. i like it but it's not really one i, I, probably I know yeah off. i would never <laughs> wear that clearly i'm not what this is a onesie so, <laughs> that I had to read before the show I was like telling Alex I gotta go pee first I gotta take off this whole thing now but and I said that like it has like a a butt thing like oh yeah yeah you can it, <laughs> but it didn't help me like it's up higher and I'm like I don't where can I it just was not going to be a thing oh Judge Law says I can be trans busty <laughs> I identify as large bosomed you can buy one of those fetish chests, put that on. <laughs> Arnala says, am I doing Pikachu face? Yeah, I am uh, m misappropriating Pokemon culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow we'll wear another costume too if you and Juliet do. If you guys do plan on it let me know so i can let lou perez know it's tomorrow we've got lou perez on <laughs> occasional levity so come and watch us at 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern I if you don't have any costumes yeah yeah if you don't have it i think you just need to do you gotta like i don't even know what you have you you don't use makeup and stuff either so you can't draw on your face and do blackface so which is like the go-to <laughs> i used to have a uh, face paint but um it all went bad so i tossed it um and I did use that a couple years back for a Star Wars murder mystery party that I went to. That sounds amazing. It was fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We also did a Harry Potter murder mystery. That one I would once. know more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is that it's the story and all the characters are made up for the murder mystery mm. party. And you're a member. You could be the murderer, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't know. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um yeah, the Star Wars one was more fun, honestly, uh, the, because we did a um, a Nerf gun battle that was a blast. Nerf gun? That's amazing. See, I think yeah. the suit is just too big for me. Like, it hangs in, though, because I need to be taller. It, it does seem it up. like it's <laughs> really long. I just do that. 
<laughs> we'll just do the show like this now. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm really talking to Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't remember if this had like the the you know stuff on on the hood, so I was like, do I need to? do any face paint I don't know if I have any but then I was like I don't need to do my cheeks red because they just naturally turn red for some reason especially like whilst like they just arbitrarily do now now and then <laughs> whatever it is but well I also didn't do anything because yesterday I was having a really bad allergy day oh really I'm still trying to recover for it from it but like it was so bad I canceled my my spooktober last night because I was just miserable when I woke up there was a giant pile of uh, tissues body. On my oh. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, <Yeah. laughs> poor thing. <laughs> you, you do seem a little sniffly, but you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm doing a lot better today. Uh, I, I would have canceled with you if I was still feeling as <laughs> it was yesterday. Yeah, all right. Nice. <laughs> you can get into this. Okay, well, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, Sunday, we've got book club right yeah october 30th this sunday slaughterhouse five uh, by kurt vonnegut 11 a.m pacific slash 2 p.m eastern juliet will be hosting it if you are you wanna... gonna be part of it i uh probably not i might be there like i'm not gonna be on screen i might yeah. be behind the scenes we'll see um <laughs> Because I, I started you re reading, no, if you read just it or not. like everything else that I have, <laughs> I've read part of it and then still haven't finished. And then I'm like, I need to go back and finish every. I've got so many things that I need to finish. But everything is a very like, short novel. But it's, yeah, uh, and like I just finished it today. Oh, okay, but I'd already read it before in college, so. I think yeah. I was, and I was listening to the audio. Well, I, first I found like the graphic novel version, so I read like the beginning <laughs> of that because that just happened to be on my my online library thing, and then I got the audio version and was listening to it. But I just, yeah, things are busy right now with mm. new job and stuff. So, um, but someday I'll finish books. I promise. <laughs> I swear, I'll learn to read. It's the big thing. Um. So we have that. We've got Occasional Levity again tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern with Lou Perez, comedian. Um, I believe he was uh, with, it was called We the Internet. I don't know if it's still going or if it's finished when he's just, or if it's still going and he's not on it. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> G-Man says, I love murder parties. Oh, wait, did you say murder mystery party? <laughs> I had a sketch idea or something like animation idea years ago where it was like, a murder, or a mur what was it, like a murder of murder party? I forget what the whole thing was, but it was just a group of, like a big party of murders. And then it was like two, like people going in. I think it was my old roommate and I were like made up the sketch and then just talking to people like, and they were all seemed like super threatening. Like, hey, would you like to go into the dark spooky basement to see my knife collection? And they're just like, yeah, let's do it. And then, but they're all like really friendly. But then I think <laughs> someone does end up getting murdered there. So I forget the whole concept. I might have it written out somewhere. I think we recorded, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it was just like the super goofy thing about like, yeah, it's a bunch of murders at like a murder mystery party. Um, <laughs> well, like, uh, I really, I always think of the dead man's party around this time of year because the whole thing, like I know a lot of people, they're like howling as if they probably pick the murder miss, like what is it, the monster, monster mash? mash? Or monster, monster mash. mash. But for me, it's dead man's we'll party. Smash. What's dead man's party? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't dead play it because we'll get. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get demonetized and stuff anyway though so yeah, we'll see dead man's party 1985 
I'll just listen to it. You guys can't listen to any of it. I just want to know if you I know it. You can kind of hear it a little bit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I think uh -huh. I know that one. I don't know it as well. It's Monster Mush. <gasps> Winky killed Jessica Fletcher. Thank goodness. <gasps> I did just learn that um, Murder, She Wrote had, had like, after the show ended, she did specials. So they were like kind of like movie length a a series. And I just happened to see that when I was looking up an actress of something else. And then she's like, she was in this. And I had no idea. So now I need to go through, rewatch all nine, 12, 12 seasons of Murder, She Wrote, and then also watch the rest of it. <laughs> Big Murder, She Wrote fan. Um, fil uh, the film Clue is the best, Winky. I like Murder by Death better than Clue, honestly. I don't even know it. So let's see, murder. I know oh. everyone knows Clue. All the nerds know Clue, but like I, I think Murder by Death's funnier. Okay, <laughs> I will watch it. I just love Tim Curry though. Like he's, he's my boy. And I refuse. I you know I watched the stuff with all three different endings, and I refuse that the to believe that the real one was where the butler did it because he was <laughs> the best. Um, what other things we got? Book club, we got occasional levity. Oh, I would also announce too that along uh, MC Space is going to be going through some other changes and stuff over time, though. But one of the things too that kind of coincided with it, Alex and I have decided that we are going to move this stream and probably rename it um, over to my channel, my personal channel, which you can still just go to by doing youtube.com slash the sorceress princess because i made it back in 2006 and it will not let me change the name of it so it's stuck that way indefinitely <laughs> it's not bad i mean at least it is like a name yeah it's better than just i was like well i'm just gonna use the string of like letters and numbers that it also gives me that way it's like oh i don't but it's way too much to remember so now you can just remember that i am the sorceress princess <laughs> Can't do it with a straight face. Because um, I used it on like text RPG, like it was just usernames for whatever other stuff when I was like 13. And then they would just call me TSP. So it was like Teaspoon and stuff. had all these nicknames with it. But um, but yeah, so this is the last episode on Unsafe Space. So it's woo, um, farewell party. So I'd really appreciate if you go over to the other channel and subscribe to it as well as Alex's gaming channel here i've got like official links that i can put in <laughs> alex Masilla. she gets to have her actual like good name of it alex of all trades hyphen Maselli on hers yes. and mine I is just just be alex of all trades but that was taken <laughs> yeah right right yeah. and again mine is the sorceress princess <laughs> um yeah, so, and the time, we're going to skip next week, because Alex is, after October, she's been gaming so hard uh, that she needs a break, so she's yeah. not going to do it next I think I've only week. not streamed two days this month so far. Yeah, and that was yesterday was one of them. Yesterday was one of them, because yeah. I was sick. Crazy. And then I think uh, the second day of October was one of them, because my um, I was having trouble with my internet. So, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you was... should call Carlos from AT&T. He'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was – so, yeah, like, streaming 29 out of 31 days in a row is 
well, well, you do have a day job is pretty intense. Yeah, I can't even, like, I'm struggling right now trying to manage life and everything. So, and that's the other thing, too. Our time will probably change because with the job, I, it'll be a little bit later because that'll be easiest for me. Um, so, but I, I'm not sure yet because I'm still trying to figure it out. So it might be like 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern. We will wrap up by 11 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Um, that's that's what we've decided yes, on that. We know that. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so please, once again, we're going to bring this up a few times in it to go subscribe over to these other channels to continue watching us. I'll I'll have more I'll learn more Pikachu if people will will subscribe. <laughs> uh, I've got another onesie outfit that I'm going to be wearing tomorrow too, but I won't spoil <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I am curious. <laughs> You'll have to but come watch to see. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out right before we go live. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else? What am I missing? Stuff we've got book club. The I think that's everything right now. Um, yeah, because the other changes are kind of up in the air. We're still figuring things out. So, uh, but we will keep everyone updated as those go along. G man says, "What is Bev Chu's final evolution?" <laughs> Um, well, if I'm Ash's Bevchu, uh, this is my final evolution. Pikachu, Alex won't understand any of this reference, but Pikachu is never going to evolve. And that's been like several episodes of, of like, will he, won't he kind of thing about evolution. Raichu is adorable, though. I do like Raichu. I think it is cuter than Pikachu is. Um, and definitely cuter than Pichu. The, okay, this is my knowledge of Pikachu beyond it, that takes place yeah. in the video games. I watched outside Xbox or Extra, I can't remember which channel it is, which one of the two sisters, uh, like few videos called Name That Pikachu, where they go over uh, the creepiest Pikachu, like name, uh, Pokemon, not Name oh. That Pikachu. Oh, name okay, okay. I was going to say there's Sparky yeah, like, is one in the English version. But then like, so they, Puka? they show Puka's another Pikachu. <laughs> they, they show a bunch of creepy pokemon yeah and yeah. uh like their reactions are so funny and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with pokemon that some of these stories are terrifying oh i mean yeah the, probably the ghost pokemon are going to be the the spookiest looking ones but what they got the one that wears its mother's skull cubone oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yep yep that one's pretty horrifying that whole the part of the game too. They're in like Lavender Town, and they're in like the tower that like to to recognize all the dead Pokemon and stuff. Too like this is such a downer. This is such like, and the music is like kind of spooky and stuff too. Though like it makes me sad. Um, yeah, no, there are yeah. <laughs> and then terrifying. it gets really weird later on too because they just start like let's just make keys into a Pokemon. So then they're just like dangling keys that are a Pokemon now. I'm like I don't. You're running out of like objects and things <laughs> g-man says that he wears his mother's skull too it's not weird uh, i believe it i believe it um i like it is a good time to talk about all the spooky stuff though because we've got a lot of movies to talk about today because we will talk about velocipaster this time we started talking about it and but my brain last week i only remembered three movies at a time i kept forgetting that we did watch four so i was remembering velocipaster and then later on uh tucker and dale but then yeah. i just never remembered all four of them at once so 
uh, but this time I even put it, I put all four in the title. We've got Halloween Ends, Werewolf by Night. I keep doubting that that's the name of the, the, the one special though. Dahmer and Velocipaster. <sighs> all right. So let's, are you streaming tonight too on your channel? I am supposed to be uh, okay, tonight. Okay. Yeah. So then let's power through these. <laughs> um, Alex had never watched any of the Halloween movies prior to uh, this past week in, in trying to do Halloween ends. So now I think you've watched the same amount that I have. I've seen the original 1978 version, the the reboot or like slash sequel also just called Halloween, the same as the first one, which makes it a little confusing, which I think is also the third movie in the Halloween se series that's just called Halloween. And then Halloween Kills, which is the second one of the new series, and Halloween Ends, which is the third and final installment of it for now. Um, and what did you think of, we'll start from like the first one, like the original 1978 one. What were your thoughts? It's okay. It's a slasher film. Like, I don't know, like it's pretty pivotal as slasher films go, like in the lexicon or whatever. But it's, I mean, that's that's as much as I can say about it. Although I have to say this, when it comes to rated R movies from the 70s and 80s, they are way more like, look, tits. We don't have the <laughs> R rating, so boobs. Might as well throw them in, yeah. <laughs> R rated yeah. movies these days are like, no, 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 no boobs. And I, <laughs> I always find that really silly. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. I, I know, like, that was, that's, like, a lot of feminists are pissed, were pissed in the last decade about mixing violence and sexual content within the same thing. And it was, like, it was because of the fact that they were already rated R, not because they felt like some weird power fetish violence yeah. about women or whatever. Yeah. That, like, I, mean, I just... You just know from, like, especially 80s movies, there's always going to be boobs like it doesn't matter what genre it is i don't even know if they all have to be rated r maybe they did back then too i don't know when those ratings if they changed or not but like there are always boobs and i'm just <laughs> kind of like all right well i mean that's the thing i like the 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 thing i like about rated r movies is the idea that they are willing to accept the fact that sex and violence exist versus mm -hmm. lower rating rated film so it's like the uh, that's one thing about the 78 film that i enjoyed is that it's like these teenagers are trying to bone like all the time <laughs> <laughs> and it's like gee like real teenagers yeah like and, I, and some of them are successful I, at boning so <laughs> <laughs> so to me i'm i like i i i have to say i think horror films from the 70s and 80s for the most part get the what teenagers do better than ones today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with the, I mean, cause it's a, sl a slasher film. I'm not, especially older ones where like they're, they're, the story is pretty basic where it's just a lot of times like, here's this random person for like whatever reason that they, maybe they establish some sort of background, but they're just murdering a bunch of people. And I know Black Christmas, I think was like the first real slasher movie. Um, but in that one, I, I, I just don't like ones that are like, oh, he's, there's no real purpose outside of you're a crazy person just going around. I like ones that have like 
you know, scream queens, like, hey, he's there, the murderer's doing this because <laughs> of like, the, you have a reason for it, like vengeance. Yeah. And a lot of times, vengeance. So, like, anything that's vengeance based stuff, they're like, okay, I can at least get behind it. It could be as simple as that. But it was just like, I don't know who you guys are. I'm just going to murder you. It's hard for me to like get as invested in it because I want. And I understand too, where it's like, oh, it's scary because this could happen, and like you can just have crazy people, and they're, but like, the psychology of humans though too, like they, uh, from a lot of what I've learned from Criminal Minds, um, with serial killers, is that like they have, they usually still have a like a motive, like the motivation of like what led them that way, and then they usually like, oh, I'm mad at my mother, and so I'm killing a lot of women that kind of uh, take place of of that if I haven't killed her already, or I still want more. So then they're similar. So there's usually something that like motivates them to choose certain types of targets or certain like if it isn't just vengeance of a specific group. So like the the complete randomness, and then how often that happens in different uh, serial killer movies is just kind of like this is not realistic enough to me. <laughs> Or it. I mean, they can't be all. They can't all be Iceman. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. He was weird. He's weird. Um, I mean, although I'll I'll say this about serial killers um, and what we know about them. What we know about serial killers is what we know about the ones we've caught. Mm-hmm. Yes, which means there is some there is a black hole there when it comes to our knowledge like we, oh, we it's limited in the fact that um well maybe there are serial killers who kill more randomly and we don't know that because we have no way of connecting their murders right you know like, yeah. that is a that is a possibility but um, it's i mean it is a possibility but i also say too that like that they if I guess you could maybe you caught someone who murdered one person, but maybe they had killed a bunch of others. But I think like we have caught some people that like where they realized and then they do find that pattern of somehow. So I don't know. I don't know all the serial killers there are, or at least, or at least multi murdered murder. But the thing is about like the reason why they, they didn't catch Iceman because of his serial killings. They caught him because of his hitman killings. Mm. He's a set- is uh, mob targets essentially? It's just those have a pattern. <laughs> Clearly, they're mob targets. But um, and then it turns out he was killing a lot of people just for fun, essentially. Or like he would be suddenly angry and kill people, or he would go, "I want to see what happens when I feed someone to a bunch of rats." So like he, he had no like some of them were scientifically ex- you know exploring how to kill someone. Some of them were literal rage-filled attacks, mm-hmm. and some of them were he was paid to by the mob. And it's like that's not a pattern at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> but and just kind of seeing though, like you know, psychology among the general population. Though, like you said, not everyone can be Iceman. Like it, it seems yeah. that like that's less likely. And especially someone like you need to be intelligent enough to get away with with the murders too that like like whatever you're doing i mean sometimes you might just get lucky with things but like at least or charismatic and or intelligent enough to be able to get away with whatever at least i'm going to kill people who uh no one's going to miss you're going after like the street people that like they disappear all the time so you do that which has also been on criminal minds Uh, (laughs) um yes it has (laughs) but 
But yeah, so Halloween, just as the whole concept of the series, is kind of like, all right. And I hear that they're, I haven't watched them, but like my friend said that like the fifth or sixth or seventh movies, they get into more of like a, a maybe a background of Michael Myers and something where like it kind of, or gives him a reason. I don't, I forget what it was, but it was like, oh, that makes me, that make, make me more interested in what's going on. But they, I don't like when they're just like, oh, he is evil incarnate. Like this is like, he is just the evil thing. I'm like, okay, but why? Mm -hmm. Like he's supposed, he's not, it would make more sense if like he just appeared, he is the supernatural figure that is just coming around like, I'll buy that. But he's just a human that used to be a child and killed his sister. Why is he evil? Like did his mom make a deal with the devil? Did she get cursed or something while she's pregnant? Like anything at all to make it show that he has some sort of like unnatural evilness about him. But like to just say he is evil, but he is also human, but he doesn't die when he gets shot and stabbed and everything. Yeah. No, like this is nonsensical to me. I So I'm not okay with, with that writing. Yeah. To me, the biggest problem with Halloween is the fact that they couch Michael Myers as a human being and then never let him die. Yeah. That's the part yeah. that's annoying. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, uh, they, you want the, your, for a, for a, it, that's why it was at first like a slasher thing, but it turned kind of horror because they were like, well, now we're making it him kind of into a metaphor. And it's like, that's it not, yeah. You, and, but at the same time, they still never like fully committed to the idea that he wasn't really natural. Mm-hmm. And, right. and that, that, that does drive me crazy. I don't like that about Halloween. And, and this the third the okay Halloween kills is the one where they really like moralized like hard fucking core about what he is and everything like the, I genuinely curious if a speech about how about what he represents and how he's in all of us and I'm like oh my oh god my gosh shoot it, me oh now. yeah that's right that was so cringy <laughs> Halloween kills was so cringy with the they just got so dramatic with like certain speeches and stuff too. Like, really? Are you doing this right now? Like, I'm embarrassed for this movie. The only thing, it was funny because I was recently thinking about this song. It was a song I found when I was in high school and I was thinking about it recently and it was in Halloween Kills and it's the only time I've heard anyone else play this song and it was the shaving cream song that the, the puppet uh ventriloquist was singing uh it's like um he every time he wants to say shit in the lyrics instead he says shaving cream and goes into the chorus and i and it's it's a hilarious song but it i've never heard anyone else play it so i was like legitimately surprised and delighted and (laughs) just by that alone but mostly i hated that movie I did what's, not think it was very good. What's the name of the song? I think it's called Shaving Cream. Shaving Cream. Okay, I need to look it up later because I don't remember it. But speaking of songs, real quick, side note, it was, uh, uh, there was something playing on the radio the other day and it started off with like, wah, 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 or whatever, however it went. And I was like, why does this sound so familiar? Like, I know it's a TV series that I've watched recently. And then as it was going up, I'm like, oh, run up that hill, Stranger Things. Okay. But I was surprised to hear it on like a modern pop station, but it was just like the beginning, like the, the music though. I'm like, oh yeah, it's on Stranger Things. <laughs> um, Howling Kills. Let me see. Did I have anything? Oh, I haven't 
so I did not bother rewatching the original Halloween and then the new Halloween because I was like, mm, I get it. It was just like, oh, I'll say that what I was really bothered by is that uh, uh, she, um, what's her name? What's Jamie Lee Curtis's character's name? Laura, Lori, 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 Lori Strode. Um, she, so they erased everything in between. So it was just the original Halloween and then the 40 years later Halloween. And she has been preparing for this, like her whole life and like hidden it out in this house and like set up all these traps and been like practicing and, and fighting. And yet she still makes terrible stereotypical horror, like uh, protagonist horror movie decisions. Like the, one of the biggest things that I saw was, uh, how she uh like she had a shotgun and she runs into the house and like closes the door and then just leans up against the door and then he like breaks through the glass or whatever it was and then just like starts strangling like the glass at her. window yeah and, like, yeah hitting and her then, head into the <laughs> door. like how would you like well i don't understand like how you could even think that that's that's a good idea like you know spend your time watching serial killer movies i know that they exist um <laughs> in there somehow so like I, I was that that moment if not others that I don't remember I was just like this is stupid like I think if anyone has been preparing for this for 40 years you would be a lot better about like just even general self-defense stuff too like keeping it like don't don't like face away from where your your attacker is coming from and so I just thought that, that was really retarded <laughs> well and then uh, also I gotta say I feel like someone comes up to Jamie Lee Curtis and every few years and goes, hey, Jamie, I have a hut. And she cuts them off and says, yes. Like she's willing to do every fucking Halloween uh, uh, they throw okay. at her. No matter yeah. like, she don't, she doesn't even read it. They just go, I have a Halloween script. And she like stops whatever the fuck she's doing <laughs> and go film this piece of shit movie and <laughs> stop it <laughs> she i was thinking like from halloween kills she was way better as as dean munch in scream queens like and she's also you know being like satirical about like the type of role that she's done before but she was way cooler way more badass and I, i'll say in halloween ends she actually was a little bit more likable like more um because they and they you know they had to kind of write it in like oh she got therapy and she was able so they had to drastically change her character because she yeah. sucked in the previous <laughs> ones so then they're like okay now you're a little bit more likable but before we discuss further judge lot thank you for the super chat he says i didn't care for the new trilogy just action slash brutal violence it lost the eerie element from the original and the first sequel well like one of my like she's 2018 Halloween Laurie Strode is just Wendell Hamilton from Terminator 2 and I like that kind of reaction to being victimized is to you know get tough get strong mm -hmm. prepare although she's not just prepared she's like I mean, Wendy Hamilton's, you know, Sarah Connor kind of lost her mind, too, uh, for the second one. That's why one of the reasons why she's in the insane asylum. But, like, she is also, like, insanely obsessed with Michael Myers. She, like, wants him to escape so she can kill him. And I'm like, this is, like... Unhealthy. I, I, yeah, this is incredibly unhealthy. Like, I get that you were traumatized when you were 18, but you survived 
and he's been in prison for for 40 years yeah for decades and you're still freaking out about it like i just grow the fuck up at this point (laughs) clearly she really really had mental health problems she needed to get worked on though because it's yeah because like you did not die like sure you went through this tragedy but like all those kids in halloween kills they brought them as adults and like yeah they were kind you know they were nowhere to be seen in the first one i think but i, I don't remember yeah they were. but then so then like, they're like gung-ho in the second one but more so than like they at least had lives more so than Lori, though like like they they didn't let that like deter her like deter them forever so but then they stopped caring by the third one i don't remember if they all died i don't think they all died in halloween most Kills. of them died was uh, it just the, the only one tommy Lindsay yeah. survived Lindsay did so, Tommy who was it Tommy um, died he did oh, okay um, yeah he died in the final confrontation of Halloween oh Kills. that weird thing with the way that they did the angle of just like why are you yeah. filming it like this uh, Maureen the nurse she died pretty early on mm-hmm. when they split up into smaller groups <laughs> like yeah that's that works for a mom right um <laughs> and then uh so she died then and then Lindsay ended up in the hospital so she was safe. And then Tommy and the kid that they introduced in this movie uh, as having been scared by Michael Myers back in the 70s. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he was he was her granddaughter's boyfriend's dad. <laughs> he he also died. Um, oh, right. So like really the only one left was Lindsay. Because uh, yeah, Tommy died. Um, at the um at the final confrontation okay i couldn't uh, it was hard to tell who when the way they did it I was, yeah i just thought it was so weird that like after the end of halloween kills every it's like four years have gone by and all our main characters are super chill mm-hmm. <laughs> like what even though michael myers is on the loose right like you that didn't ha- like happen in the 40 years when he was captured the whole time and now it's like well we can't live our lives in fear while he is on the loose still who knows like yeah it's like not when he's captured yeah and contained that's not when you're gonna live your life you're gonna live your life when he's yes um so to do halloween kills let me go over these notes one the one officer when they like flashbacked like the sheriff deputy or something he was from the one I think Amazon Prime movie I watched, Werewolf of Snow Hollow. I mentioned it before. And, and it was one that he like wrote and directed and starred in. And it was weird. And he was also a sheriff in it and like or took over after his dad passed away. So it was just funny to see him like, you're wearing like the same outfit. Uh, he was the one that ended up getting killed. Uh, like he got shot. And then they were like, actually, it was an accident or something like the way they, or he shot himself. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I thought that was like, okay, I guess we had some development character wise there but i didn't need it i didn't you that character and the older age didn't super matter um judge law thank you again for the super chat wasn't halloween 2 the one where we found out jlc was mm's sister it's been a while since i've seen it i forgot that that was a thing i haven't seen again like i've only seen the original original and then the new series see this thing i always thought she was his sister probably from cultural filtration from one of the sequels but that whatever sequel that is where they say that that is not part of this contingency of movies so she's not his sister 
uh, in the 2018 Halloween, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. They're not related. She's just right. someone he victimized and right. tried to kill back in 1978. <laughs> um, so, but then, and it wouldn't make sense, I guess, because like they already knew that they had different families and stuff though. So I'm not sure. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know how they explained it in there, but just like from the movies they have seen, like, I don't know how they would make that happen. They were just trying to Star Wars it though. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> Which could be interesting if you had like initially planned that in writing the like first film though. I mean, I know I think Star Wars they didn't do that either, but like, um, but still, like <laughs> that's why it makes more sense for it. Also, I just want to know Winky's in uh, onto his gifting memberships again here. I know he was doing it on <laughs> Alex's channel before. No, but I keep it's not showing up in the Streamyard ones, but it's showing up on the live chat here and the on screen. Yeah. So I just keep seeing. I don't know who's all getting them. I think JB got one, but I don't know who and got the next one. Mutter Oh, mother, mother, fetch your going. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, winky. Um, all right. What's my other note? Why does Lori's daughter want her daughter to stay? Oh, oh yeah. When they're in the hospital, like so, Lori's daughter—I don't remember her name—wanted um, her daughter Allison, I think was the granddaughter's name, to stay at the hospital when she's like, Michael Myers is coming here, and her grand and the daughter's like, I want to go out. We're gonna go out and fight him. We're gonna go find him. I'm gonna do this, mom. And she's like, No, no, he's coming here. You need to stay here where it's safe. Like, what? I don't understand the logic here. Like, why don't you go out away from the hospital if you think Michael Myers is gonna come here to like kill your mom? Here's the thing. If you really, her name's Karen, by the way. If you Karen. Really wanna, yeah. If you really want to protect your daughter, and you think your Michael Myers is coming to the hospital to kill your mom. Get in a car with your daughter. Leave fucking town. Like, don't stop for anything. Just fucking get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. And <laughs> and wait until things blow over. Like, your daughter might be mad about it, but honestly, it's really stupid to go, you know, stay at the hospital where she's, where he's, where I think he's coming. Or don't, or go out at, around town where I, where he is right now. And it's like, no, just fucking leave. You guys yeah. can get in cars and leave. This is a possibility. Because he's supposed to just be human now. So you can drive away. He's not going to just appear everywhere if he's going after this, like, uh, yeah. So I just thought like, this is silly. <laughs> um, I think though it, I don't know, again, the other films, I don't remember how many he killed throughout the, like the first, the original and then the, the new, the new first one. But like, it seemed Halloween Kills, he killed a lot. Like, was that his highest body count? Because he think so. really just like tore into everyone. Yeah, he did. One thing, so in Halloween, the 2018 Halloween at one point, he stomps on someone's head and it just pops like it's a fucking balloon filled with blood. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's how that works. And then, <laughs> but then, like, you're right. I, I'm pretty sure Halloween kills is when he kills the most amount of people. I just people thought he's going to kill the entire down. town. Yeah, I know. It's like, just go from house to house. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then Halloween ends. He kills almost no one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Because it's not a fucking Halloween movie. It's not about Michael Myers. It's about Corey, this douchebag kid, Corey. And I'm like, hmm, I gotta say, this one's really fucking weird. I don't think anyone gives a shit about Corey. I, I almost could have 
could have enjoyed the concept of what they were trying to do. Like, here's the next Michael Myers. Like, he's injured. Now he kind of has his protege and you're like pushing in. I don't remember his last name, Corey, whatever. Which, who, by the way, he looked familiar and I couldn't place it. And I look it up. He's, he plays, I think it's Joe in the Hardy Boys. He plays one of the older brother mm-hmm. in the Hulu series, Hardy Boys, which I, I enjoyed. But, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like, oh man, you're looking a lot like nerdier and dorkier <laughs> in Halloween Ends. I'm, I'm, I dug it. Um, <laughs> I was into that. But he, but yeah, so I, I think one, my, my problem with him is that like, I, it was hard to care as much. Like it seemed like everything, like, you know, that his mom was a bitch the whole time, like growing up, like you, you can see that like from the, the dynamic that they had just in those couple scenes, like, yeah, she would have been terrible to grow up with, but everything else like was terrible just within like the last few years, like at 21, he accidentally lets the kid like, or, like, or accidentally um, is babysitting. And then the kid, uh, locks him inside the attic door. And when he opens it up there for whatever reason, they have like a five story house or something and with spiral stairs. And then the kid falls down to his death. And then Corey's <laughs> life is ruined because of it. Why would you not move away from that too? So now you're in this town where everyone knows who you are when they see you. And like the mom, like, even if you don't have money, cause he was saving up money to go to college or something, but then it's like, what money have you saved up, saved up in those three years after since high school? So you must have something. And your mom is like weirdly overprotective and a cunt, but like, so why would she be someone like, we're going to, I'm going to take you away. Like, we're going to just flee this town and go and start new. But he never did that. Didn't understand that. But you know, then. It's a good question for even Karen and her kid. Why yes. did she leave? She she felt like her mom was controlling and weird yeah. and awful. Yeah. And she why stay in the town that, that your mom lives in? Like <laughs> you know, like for the, no one leaves this fucking town. Like I said, they're, like every time something goes wrong, they're like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm staying in what is it called? Yeah. Huntington or something like yeah. that. I'm staying uh-huh. here forever. I'm gonna live and die in this one fucking town that is, you know. <laughs> awful yeah because then I, I understand the like oh we don't want someone to like his actions to affect us and make us like this is our home and we need to fight and defend it I get that idea but I've also been like I don't want to I mean like I don't know like the I move somewhere else especially even not in danger but like hey everyone knows who you are here and hates you like it's just makes more sense to like try and start somewhere new um so what else with Corey? oh yeah so then that happens and everyone hates him so then he just kind of gets pushed more and more and then and then all of a sudden he's just psychotic and he's just like ah I like murder and now like i accidentally killed this person and now i want more so then you stop to think of like was he always was there something in there that kind of like yeah i do believe that people are like your brain might be susceptible or like set a certain way and it would never come out without certain triggers that lead you to it. So I can't believe that like maybe he already did have it, but, but he seemed like well adjusted enough that like that, that seemed unlikely. Cause even when those triggers happen, there are other behaviors and stuff that you would have as a human that would kind of like, Oh yeah, like this makes sense. This was kind of leading to that point. Like he had, he would have anxiety issues. He would have like whatever other types of things like, but other than that, he seemed mostly well-adjusted, just awkward and put down by the townspeople. So it just, it was, it was weird that he kind of like 
snapped. I guess you could say like maybe like a schizophrenic break or something. What are you saying? Well, uh, it's it's from the moment he locked eyes with Michael Myers and Michael Myers. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. That's the yeah. moment he changes, and mm-hmm. it's so sudden. It's so sudden that it's ridiculous. And uh, not only does he does his behavior change, but he goes from nerdy loner guy to badass on a motorcycle with a leather jacket suddenly he's cool and i'm like what the fuck like it's so awkward it is so awkward and i and i can't bring myself to care about him like you know like i was like i did care about you and then you got really fucking like you became a completely different person so like it's a it's a new character being played by the same actor essentially and I, I I can't care. And Allison also went through that kind of like as she's like getting closer to him, all of a sudden she's like, burn it down. And I'm uh-huh. like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like totally different characters. Like, did, was this in a different script? And then they just pushed them together or but yeah, he that that locking eyes thing too, because I like I get that he was trying to say later on, like, oh, you know, when that moment when Michael Myers didn't kill you, like he chose you for a reason. So what and and on Michael's end, it's like, what did he see? He saw in Corey a thing that everyone else, you know, that like the the psychoticness though that's in himself. So like he sees that in him, so he knows. Cause then Lori's like, I see this now too. <laughs> like, what well, this yeah, is so stupid. But, um and then I, and and that like I think is stupid, but I could I could deal with it. I could accept that that stuff uh, enough. But then it doesn't matter. Then he <laughs> dies. Lori, yeah. like he stabs himself. Actually, like, Lori tries shooting mm-hmm. him. He doesn't fully die. Then he stabs himself in the neck, and then dies. And then Michael and she fight. And then he, he's it doesn't matter anymore. The, his, the whole part of that film that was mostly about him did not matter he's not brought up again it did like they didn't even do like a oh they look back and he's gone and now like he's escaped and they and you leave it open there wasn't even a twist like i'll say at least halloween ends like it really had a hard ending because there wasn't even a horror movie twist at the end um and so it was just like why did i spend most of this movie watching Corey when it didn't even matter because then then it focused on like laurie and michael myers at the like michael's like hey i'm still here in this movie i don't know let's do this now I know the part where Corey beats the crap out of Michael and takes his mask. I was like, what? like, first of all, it's not filmed very well because it's very, mm-hmm. very dark. And secondly, I was like, you're going to tell me that this man who probably killed something like 40 people four years ago, like easily, who all had weapons, by the way, just gets his ass beat by this dork. Cause he, <laughs> but he's the new one. He had the same eyes. He had the darkness in him. I well, I hate the whole passing the torch thing on so that like the story can continue. Like bullshit. Like I find that really dumb. I actually do find this worse. Where it was all like we're we're setting that up. Yeah, we're setting it, it was up in the game. <laughs> For nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, don't lead me down a path and then shove me off a cliff. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like what happened is they that's what they were doing. They screen tested it with small audiences. Those audiences said, fuck that. Or the studio was like, no. Like and like someone something happened, you know, right before theatrical release where they're like, No, we can't do that. 
So kill him and actually finish off Michael. Like, you yeah. know, like I feel like that happened because yeah, it makes we're sense. We're planning to to like, continue make the new like. Mm-hmm shape essentially but this was and, definitely worse though like to not yes. do that like i get and you and the winky says like story should end like i'm fine if they wanted to go in a direction where it was like this is the last thing like michael myers is dead and now we can like we're happy like i'm and i love happy endings too mm-hmm. but but you don't make us sit through this whole film for no reason like and you're setting something up and then and not even like following through with it though so like the movie should have been different like the you know michael gets like 20 minutes of screen time that actually like they they needed to do more with him like he he wasn't the one terrorizing anyone in the movie so like laurie finally gets to kill him but he wasn't even really doing anything i think he killed like one or two people maybe that Corey was already he was killing some people and michael was like hey i followed you over here so i'm just gonna help you push that girl off and- <laughs> michael myers came off like a dog i know he was kind of like around. <laughs> i felt sort of sympathetic toward him because i was just I like you're pathetic now and then but it, it would be like what I kind of liked, yeah, it was sort of like a boy and his dog where, like, Corey's trying to figure this out. I'm like, I've got this serial killer crazy guy that's, like, helping me out. That would make a really interesting comedy, actually. <laughs> yeah. Where you just have, like, and maybe you're not the murderer yourself. You're just, like, wandering through, but you have, like, a bodyguard who's, like, the super evil thing but takes a liking to you for some reason. So now he just, like, protects you but is, like, terrifying and stuff. I would be into that. Yeah, I would too, actually. It's like a 12-year-old boy or girl or something, though. I'm just like, yeah, this is my serial killer. <laughs> this is my serial killer. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, it, it's a serious issue with the movie where you you build up Corey and you don't do anything with that. And then, but then Michael then is pathetic throughout most of it. And it's like, I have questions. Why did Michael not kill anybody in the last four years? Did he just go, you know, I kill, I killed my quota. I killed so many people in this Halloween that I should take a break for a few years. That was way too many people. That's that filled up my quota for the next few years. All right. I'll, you know, I'm going to take a break. (laughs) Weird. I guess they, I mean, they made it seem like he's weak. I mean, that's how like Corey could take him down because like he's been weakened after the attacks and everything, which would make more sense if he didn't get back up at the end of Halloween Kills and slaughter a whole mob around him and then Lori's daughter and then wander off. Like, because he was able to do, maybe it was just the adrenaline rushing at the time <laughs> that he was able to do it. And then he got like weak and stuff after that. Like, Maybe, but he also like, she also implied in her speech that he got stronger with everyone uh, he killed. So it's like, the, like he should be remember. at the height of his power. Yeah, the next movie should be the next year. He goes around and he it's just murder everywhere. Like even worse than Halloween Kills. Like that's the suggestion that you made is that like he's just gonna like essentially be a plague upon the town, and that's not what happened. So. Like, yeah it was so it undercut like all the momentum that the that the movies had it was really weird which i honestly i don't like i didn't like halloween 2018 i didn't like halloween kills but like halloween ends is like absolute dog shit (laughs) i cannot believe how bad that movie was yeah yeah 
And I think it's funny, like, it has nothing to do with, like, wokeness or anything like that, though. Like, these movies are just badly written. Um, mm -hmm. Because, like, I, I don't think they did anything preachy in them at all. It was just sucky. <laughs> so yeah, They just sucked. <laughs> um, just as far as, like, yeah, yeah, we could say, like, Hollywood just isn't good at writing things anymore, though, generally. It's like, okay, you're not even including anything that you'd say, like, oh, this is really hindering the story. And I'm just like, well, you're just not even good at a basic story, <laughs> so. No. No, uh, I think they've forgotten how to write a good story. Mm. Well, and let's not forget that Danny McBride was one of the minds behind this trilogy. And, oh. uh, like, he's, while extremely hilarious, I don't picture him as the kind of guy who can write a horror film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know him well enough. Cause I'll say like, you can have, you've got like comedians, Jordan Peele going into doing straight horror <laughs> stuff, which by the way, I watched Us and I don't remember if I talked about that last week, but that was weird it's um, a very weird movie yeah like it was it was i don't know um but so it's kind of hit or miss with him but but yeah so i'm like i think comedy and horror kind of have a fine line because like horror can be campy or like i i and i love both things too so i can see where someone I, might be able to do both but i don't know danny mcbride specifically if you think that like oh he's just not someone who can i think yeah he probably would still be too like silly with it that he wouldn't be able to like take it seriously enough I, both horror and comedy rely on good timing, mm -hmm. different timing, but that that it is timing. So that's why some some comedians can move into horror quite well. And misdirection, I'd say too. Yes, though. yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think that like you can do it, but I I just don't think he's all that successful. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I uh, I'm open to believing that that's true. I just don't can't even think of like other stuff that he's written. I just vaguely know things that I've watched him in, but I don't even remember that was he in year one or something. Or he was okay. I think so. So uh, something like that, or some sort of prince. No, was that that one? Or there was one that it was like with da with uh, James Franco. Was that one? Oh, he your, did, highness. Like, your, highness. your highness. Your highness. Highness. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so. I've seen him in very little. Things. Um, I like this is the end, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen that in so long, but yeah, I forgot about him in that. Um, Jim Carrey in the Deadpool. What's oh that? yeah, he is in the Deadpool. Um, he plays a heroin uh, addict musician. Not oh. Deadpool. Not the Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, the yeah. This is three separate words. I just don't know. That's a oh, Dirty okay. Harry movie. Okay, 1988. Mm, all right. Oh, is this saying something about like, oh, uh, uh, comedians doing like serious roles or something? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally possible. Like Robin Williams, who I think is even more surprised. Like, I guess he and Jim Carrey, like, they play similar, like, big characters in their comedies. And then when they're able to like tone it down and pull back and like, here's the serious role, because I don't remember which one it was, but Robin Williams played some sort of Jew in like a holocaust movie or something i think um i bet i can't remember <laughs> um ugh, all right well i got pretty worked up about halloween i 
overall don't enjoy those films maybe at some point i'll watch like the the other sequels and things i do like the chart and stuff where it's like halloween yeah, I know. It was halloween 2 and and then 2 and like but it splits off halloween 3 is like alone and it or it's not attached to anything and then you've got like the new series i know i like literally had to look up like i went to wikipedia wait first of all it's hard to look up the halloween movies because you have to type in like the halloween franchise or halloween movies because otherwise you're just looking up Halloween, the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> and if you type in Halloween movies on streaming things, it's all like, here's our movies that we suggest you watch for Halloween. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm talking about specifically the Halloween franchise. <laughs> and then like, so, it, but then yeah, Wikipedia is this nice chart of contingent, like what version of the franchise you yeah. can watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find it now. I don't remember where you posted my, my one friend also posted it in a different discord too so it was just like oh yeah because we were like talking about halloween but um oh did it matter in the original one did michael myers did the murder of his sister like that whole thing go down what was it he he later on when he that night with Lori and everything he murdered on halloween when he killed his sister was that also on halloween i believe so yes did it matter that it was halloween like was there a reason why the death happened at no. that time okay <laughs> no and so then that then i have a problem with that too that like you name the whole series after halloween and it just happens on halloween like i would just like some sort of you know more reasoning for that yeah i don't even care what it is just something um my gosh all right oh there okay i'm gonna show how do i do this oh wait, i can open the link no no not save it open it <laughs> <laughs> and then screen share just so people can see what we were talking about it's, this is a, a lot of um waiting on there for something that's not that important but yeah. yeah so you've got halloween goes to halloween 2 which goes to halloween 4 5 the curse of michael myers and and then halloween 2 also goes to halloween h2o 20 years later and halloween resurrection after that which is a a movie that I think everyone should watch for how bad it's the it one is. with Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster Rhymes, uh, Katie Sackhoff, and Tyra Banks, um, uh, and the kid from the yeah. Rookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then then the original Halloween 1978 also. So it goes to Halloween two, but it also goes down to the the new 2018 Halloween. Then Halloween kills and Halloween ends. Halloween three sits off on its own nothing or the season of the witch nothing related to anything at all and then down below that you also have 2007 halloween that's also just called halloween and then goes to halloween 2 um yeah so i don't even know who was in those ones if they were just re like total reboots and i think they are did it have lori in it or did it have jamie lee like was it a lori that wasn't jamie, jamie lee lori. <laughs> um 2007 halloween Halloween, no, 2007 Halloween, sorry. Um, directed by Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah, the Rob Zombie um, films. The film stars John Carpenter. No, it's a different woman to play. Yeah. Oh, but it is Laurie, though, so it is still the yeah, same character, just a I, different... Yeah, it's, it's all the same. It's a remake. It's an actual remake. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Well, so we had that. Um... I think I'm good on Halloween. I think that was all of the complaints. I mean, there are probably more complaints, but that's everything I think of right now. <laughs> yeah, just a very bad movie, not worth watching. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And to sum it up, the last hour. Um, 
before we get into the other movie topics, do, uh, do we want to go over the where are they at? It's got shaving cream, <laughs> murder by <laughs> the other tabs. Yeah, that's that song. Uh, yeah, the. Oh, I've got the Instagram thing, a uh, Twitter, uh, the tweet, but you also, I didn't have a link for it, but you also said something about the update to the Bayonetta thing. So, oh, do you yeah, wanna... yeah. I'll just talk about it briefly. So, it, uh, the game company came back with receipts about the negotiations, basically just proving like a lot of what Helena Taylor claimed. Oh, so um, she was lying? Yeah. She, well, I would say that she was like, or spinning not- things not she was spinning she was definitely spinning and being dishonest yeah um like omitting facts and um more more expressing emotion than she was giving real uh information which by the way based on the real information i still would have been on her side had she not spun it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah if you, like, if the, now i don't trust you because yeah. you're trying to like exaggerate yeah, she was exaggerating it, and um, and that kind of pissed me off because I was like, you know, because here's the thing: I'm on voice actor's side on how little they're mm-hmm. paid, um, and even what they offered her was too little uh, for real. What they really offered her was too little, to my mind. So to me, I'm sort of like, um, like I kind of am mad at her because I feel like she undercut any kind of support voice actors could have from the public. Well, it's one of those things where, like, the Me Too stuff, where then you find out where, uh, but you know, on the, the, oh, they did this, but they actually lied about it. And then on the woke side, you've got people who are like, but this actually just showcased, like, you know, this shows that the the things that really do uh, happen. And then, and this just kind of emphasizes how bad it can be, where other people are like, no, because you lied. Now I'm doubting everyone else. And like, this really messes up the whole, like, I would want to believe that like some people have like legitimate cases for things but because you're making up stuff instead of just pushing the truth now you're like having to lie about it that makes it seem like these aren't happening enough for you to talk about and so you have to make them up so Uh, but yeah I can see why like with her um like spinning stuff then I'm like well now I question but like I do I I love voice actors and I if if and if we're talking about the entertainment business and you've got like movie stars and TV stars who get like millions of dollars per thing, like I, I think a voice actor can would deserve similarly, especially if for a very successful, uh, you know, franchise or whatever it is that you're doing, then like, yeah, I think you would be should be paid uh, uh, to some sort of like equivalence to a, an actor. Like there's a difference in in camp, like you know, on screen acting versus voice acting, which I can say sometimes might be even harder. Like some people are not good at just doing voice acting. No, they're not. Um, I mean, every once in a while they get like a, a live action actor to do voice acting. And I'm like, you should not dip yeah. your toe into that field at all. Because it, <laughs> it can be harder. Bad. You're not acting with someone else, like that. You're just having yeah. to read lines a, a lot of times. I mean, there's still maybe some things that they're able to like to do together, but a lot of times you're just like, I have to think of like how or have it read to me by like the director or something, and so then I'm just responding with these lines. So you have to get into that character. Like it can, it's challenging in different ways. So you can mm-hmm. argue which one is more challenging than the other, but um, but yeah. So I don't think that they deserve little. Like if you're just going to compare how much entertainment um performers can get like why wouldn't a, a voice actor be able to well, get make more 
And and part of me, part of it to me, and it's it, it comes down to the same thing with the sports stuff between men and women is that like you should be paid uh like a per, a percentage value percentage <laughs> <started> <laughs> um in relation to the revenue like this project is not going to make any money so we can't pay you a lot of money <laughs> like that made sense to me but like this project is going to sell like game busters you know it's a worldwide triple a product you sh that you should have proper value paid towards you uh, for that a as an actor. That's my thought anyway, like, because mm -hmm. here's the thing. I don't want people to go like, well, that means they should be paid more on every, no, no, no. It is commiserate to the actual value of the product being pushed. Because if it is a small project that hardly anyone is going to buy, then no, obviously not. They can't afford to pay you like an outrageous amount of money. Yeah. But if it's a huge project, they probably should be paying you more. Like that is right, right. It's the same thing with sports. Like male athletes make more money because more people go to male sports. It's it's a revenue thing. The revenue is higher, so that you can get. No, paid people more. are sexist, Alex. You don't know what you're <laughs> saying here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all sexism. <laughs> if women just wore more slutty clothes while they played sports, people would be more interesting in watching. Interested in watching them. <laughs> Not that hard to like figure out how to make it more <laughs> enjoyable for like women. A lot most women don't really like watching sports as much. I mean, there are some, but like you have a lot who don't. So it's guys are going to be the demographic. Then guys are going to see like more you know physical stuff though, or they want to see some like boobs and butt stuff. <laughs> Just how it is. Um, <laughs> which I still cannot fit into that bust of that. Corset. <laughs> um, Chris Pat Pratt is best Mario. I am excited to to see that. Um, yeah, JB says voice actors get screwed on the back end. A percentage they don't get. That's where screen actors make the big bucks. No one paid Mike Myers one billion to be Shrek. It was merchandise back end. And what was the other thing that I just saw? Oh, I don't know what this is, but I started to saw BTK killer. The BTK killer was caught because of some technical thing like the photo printing machine having a miscount. Not sure if they were related, though. I saw that people, someone asked if if we liked, insom which was better, insomnia or one-hour photo. I've seen one-hour photo, but it's been a really long time, so I can't remember anything that it was about. Um, I think I've seen it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know insomnia at all. I've never. I, I don't know either of those. I like I've seen, seen like clips of them, but I don't really. I've never seen them actually. I think people. It was brought up because Robin Williams is in both of those, and they're not yeah. comedies. Uh, <laughs> so I, I have to. All right, there's so many things that I need to that I write down all of these suggestions that I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that. But then my notes are so disorganized, so it's just like in the middle of other notes, <laughs> and I'm never gonna remember. <laughs> Insomnia. And then some of them too. I'm like, why did I write this down? I won't remember that's the name of something. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Which what? is just this word. <laughs> um all right. So here's this tweet that you sent me of oh, yeah, yeah. no this female space marines bingo. Yeah, so this is a bingo card that like feminine feminine nerds have to uh, when people say that uh space marines can't be female. So it's uh, you only want them as porn, 
uh, you, so like, these are the con people telling, these are the thing phrases, supposedly people will say to women to say that space Marines can't be female. You only want them as porn. You won't be happy till 40 K is totally sanitized. Can't men have anything of their own in a grim, dark future. Women's job is to make babies as a, as a woman, <laughs> I don't want them. So stop asking, uh, else so much for equality. Sisters of battle exist. No heresy. Brother, get the flamer, the heavy flamer. <laughs> you are destroying 30 years of war. After the process, they would just be men anyway. Space Marines are clones of their Primarchs, who are male. Uh, you only want them to destroy the hobby. There is already too much SM stuff. It, we don't need more. People asking for this don't play or hobby anyway. Marines are trans. Why do you hate trans people? Demanding that women are forced into a faction makes you the sexist. You don't need representation in a game. Imagine a world where this is your biggest concern. <laughs> women are tough enough to are not tough enough to survive the process. No point. Women just don't like war games. I know. I've tried. Women are more than fairly represented if you bother to read the war. It's grim dark and you want equality, LOL. Space Marines are warrior months, so no girls. Why would you make elite soldiers from inferior stock? None of the women players I know want it, trust me. Why would you want to be represented as a fascist super, as fascist super soldiers? <laughs> Wait, so just to, for me to clarify for myself, because I'm being retarded right now. This is, so Space Marines in for the game 40K, they're only males. This is they're like the, the and, and now the woke feminists, or I guess maybe that's redundant, um, are, they're, they're upset by this. And like, here's the reasons why that they're claiming like, oh, they can't do it. So then they're butthurt and they've made this list to say like, this is why all the guys are saying it. But like women really want this though, because they like, it's not fair that only men can be space Marines. Um, yeah. Okay. And then B1, by the way, Sisters of Battle exists. Sisters of Battle is the faction that is all female and it's basically the Space Marines. Okay. So I, just, like, not war-wise, but, like, how they function, a lot of it is almost exactly the same. So they're really cool, honestly. This is, so, like, Sisters of Battle is is um, is kind of playing on nunneries, whereas Space Marines are kind of playing on monasteries. So, yeah. <laughs> they're they're gender locked. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I was gonna ask, like in in game, what is the reason why they're only like they have that? But if it's kind of you know like based on like the sort of like yeah, you know, nun or or monk, and uh, and that varies too. Like I I don't know what who's in charge of it. Like is it the military themselves that are like or like who Space Marines are as an organization? Like I don't know who's in charge to have made those rules in game, but. I remember like in, the, in the story of the game, like what? Yeah, who's, who's I mean, like, them? so like, I don't know, like, you know, whoever is in charge gets to make the rules. This is essentially the thing, though, too. So I don't know, like, who did it or like why they did, like, not not the creators, but I would say, like, within the story, like, who who is the organization that made this? And they're saying that this is the, like, what's what's your background? But I do remember when I was younger, 
my dad was in the Masons and he talked like they're they're men only too like you're not allowed to have one but they all they did have the eastern star crew i think is what it's called or something um and they do have i think they're all still are going on because they've <laughs> have existed forever and uh <laughs> they but i just i remember like wondering like, i think i was like bothered by it though like why like why is it men only because like, you know like why can't we do both but so like even if I'm personally maybe I'm upset about something like oh I want to join this thing here like you know you have the segregation for some reason but I'm like well it's your organization like whoever's in charge of it like those are the rules you made that's what you've established and and I just like okay I can maybe be upset with it and I don't I also don't super mind like maybe a person could petition for something too to want to make change I don't think that's inherently bad but I also think ultimately it's whoever it belongs to you. It's your decision of, of whether you let them in or, or not. And I, I mean, like, I'm sure these feminists would be upset too if, like, Sisters of Battle, they they're like, hey, you need to include men in there now. And if yeah. you did that, they'd be upset though. Which is a thing that happened in improv teams in Chicago too, at like the the one theater where like they would have here's the all black team, here's the all female team, and then they'd get upset where it was like, why is this just an all guy team? Like why don't you? and they'd like need to start including them or you can't just have an all white team. You need to have the the diversity in there in some sort. But I'm like, but you're allowed to have this all black team and you're allowed to have all this like all female team. That's I, A3. Can't man, men have anything of their own? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can't. It's just yeah. not allowed. So I know. Like there's not there's not like really men only gyms really loud, but there are women only gyms everywhere. And like, yeah. like I don't get this. Like a lot of men don't want women around when they work out. Like, you know, especially right. ones that are have body image problems they don't want women around yeah because then it's, it's embarrassing for them too, if they're like oh i'm you know yeah I well, so it. this this person wrote a rebuttal to all of these and some of these they said no one fucking says this like the marines are trans why do you hate trans people yeah said. that, that seems, doesn't yeah. no one it's, says that. maybe it's like a troll like i could see someone like saying that to make fun it's, of like oh this is my answer to it is that i was like oh they're trans that's what yeah. I'm <laughs> but, but not really but like some of these points, like they went into the war to talk about the the process of making a space marine uh, literally would kill women. That it's not designed to be used on women, so they can't become space marines. And it's like, well, so there's a war reason. Like, oh, okay, fine. Like you, it literally kills them if they try to do it. So okay, fine. That they, they don't exist. They tried it in the past and it didn't work, so they're not doing it. Like, and if the women really want to join and be strong, they can go to the Sisters of Battle. We have a place for them. And um, I, my thought about this after see learning all this lore from this person was that, and this this is kind of a high-minded Warhammer 40k comment is that. Being upset that there are no female space marines is like being upset that there are no living Necrons. And the Necron is a, is a faction of basically Terminator-themed space mummies. Uh, They're literally fucking dead. So it's like, that is part of the lore. So to me, it doesn't make any sense to have this attitude that you're like... dead? They're dead. Oh. That's what the faction is. They're all dead. So it's like, yeah, are you going to complain about that? Do you want living pe people in the Necrons? Like, 
It's like we have a there's a war reason for it. It makes sense within the world. There's a there's a gender locked, you know, you know, female version. So like chill. Like it's not that big a deal. And <laughs> I love the Sisters of Battle, by the way. If I had to choose between factions, I would have a hard time choosing between the Sisters of Battle, the Necrons, or the Eldar. Like I really have a hard time choosing between those three. Well, um, just to understand more, uh, the the people inside, like that are um, like they are they dead, but like being their bodies are being used, or this this faction like this is just a thing that doesn't exist anymore. Oh no no, no. they're they're mummies, so they like walk around. They, they are mummies stuff. in here, so they're yeah. like kind of undead or whatever. Okay, yeah, but they're basically you're undead. saying like, to become this, you need to die. Uh, <laughs> and fighting for that, like dead. Hey, you know, dead people matter too. Hashtag <laughs> dead lives matter. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just so dumb to me that it's like, there's already an option for you. Sisters of Battle is are cool as fuck. Like, yeah, just get yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and in chat here, I see some. Um, uh, wait, where is it? Sorry, you have a fine chat too, but I clicked on it. it was oh, Wallace Williams said, "Men only gyms." It's called a basement. <laughs> um, and then NJB mentions this is the logic that got girls in the Boy Scouts, but no boys and Girl Scouts. Equality and equity logic. Yeah. Uh, Judge says, "Can you sweet talk your dad to get the secret information?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He had like secret handshakes and things, but couldn't know any of it. I'll be honest with chat. I do not have a miniature set. I am, uh, like I said, I'm a. He has a full I'm, size set. <laughs> I'm a video gamer, so like all my experience with Warhammer, both old school and 40k, is through video games of which there are like a thousand because they never stopped making them they just they they just did a beta for the um dark tide which was pretty interesting i really love vermintide too so i was like oh dark tide looks like it's up my alley oh. um yeah but they they have so many video games so many <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah i don't I have like minis that for D and D and stuff, but uh, that we don't even use because we're all just digital now. So then I just draw a lot of the things like we've, um, whatever like backgrounds and stuff. My friend, when we were in person, he made little clay figures, uh, and and they were really cool of the characters though, and their characters are like super weird because they're all like monstrous stuff. So it's just like a giant turtle man, giant rhino man, uh, got a little perf uh, performing goblin in like pink top hats so, like so it's all that kind of thing so those are like the figures <laughs> that I have but, um all right then we've got this Henry Cavill thing yes okay I didn't actually I was waiting to watch it so I didn't watch it and I think it's just been playing in the background because I don't understand <laughs> how to stop Instagram <laughs> it doesn't have like a yeah it yeah. doesn't have like a new start thing so hang on if I refresh and then click but then I still don't hear anything. Is there supposed to be sound here? There is. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Hey, everyone. Is that playing? I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this uh, because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. But now that plenty of you have, I wanted to make it official that I am back as Superman. 
And the image you see on this post and what you saw in Black Adam are just a very small taste of things to come. So uh, there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'll get to that in time. But I wanted to thank you guys most of all. Thank you for your support, and thank you for your patience. I promise it will be rewarded. And now it's blooping again. <laughs> uh, and you love Henry Cavill, right? Yes, I do. And I might, I think he is the best Superman. The problem has been that he's not, the movie's written that he's been starring in as Superman suck. Oh, but okay. He's good. Like, okay. I like him as Superman. I think he's a very good Superman. It's just very badly written movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen any, any of them. The Superman I remember is an episode of I Love Lucy. It was pretty much. <laughs> Back in the day, when he when he guest starred, made a guest appearance. Um, but yeah, he I don't know the when the when he said you get a taste of this whatever that was that came off as very sensual. So that was <laughs> uh, just he really emphasized that hard. But uh, I like him too. Um, <laughs> Beefcakes as well. As <laughs> and everyone's all like, uh, you know saying that he sounded like he was saying Black Adder. Because it does, it did oh, sound like yeah. he was saying Black Adder and not yeah. Black Adam. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, like, I remember when, uh, like, on Instagram, uh, Henry Cavill posted that video of him trying to put together his computer and, like, everyone made all these, like, sex jokes. Um, because, like, in the, like, I don't think there's any way around it, like as a star, like as, as, and especially one that has to be fit for these superhero movies and stuff. Like there's going to be sex jokes following yeah. everywhere. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, by the way, the shaving cream link that you had sent me, it like oh. redirects to just general shaving cream. So when I click on it, it's just like, Here's what shaving cream is. Pictures oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> I have to like click, but it has it on there. Like click the song. I'm like, all right, save that for later. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, let's see. We've got that, that, and I think we can move on to the next movies. Oh, but let me repeat though, because I said I'd say this a few times. This is the last episode that we're doing here on this channel, but we will be. Uh, still streaming on Thursdays. It's just going to be on my personal channel as we're making some changes in uh, on, on Safe Space. But the first link I grabbed is to Alex's channel, which is not where we're going to be streaming, but go follow her for gaming <laughs> stuff. Um, and so this other one, though, this is where we're going to be uh, streaming in the future. On Thursday nights, the time is just going to be pushed back a little bit because of the new job. And I, oh, I forgot to answer, too. Like, Winky was asking me, um, how it's going. It's going well so far. And uh, I'm, it's a new old job. I had this job like eight or nine years ago, but I'm a newspaper reporter again for my small town. When I was talking to Carter about it, he was saying how like, oh, this sounds like a good sitcom idea. And I'm like, yeah, we've, my old coworkers, we talked about making it a sitcom. Like we even got to get like brainstormed ideas because the show name was going to be below the fold because that's like the unimportant part, like above the fold is where all the important stuff is below the fold. It's like where it doesn't matter. But oh, that's a good title. It's just like, you know, it was the whole 
place is silly too. Like I, uh, you know, the, the, they were all young, like we're all like under 30 working in there. And then, and the guys would like play hockey on breaks and stuff. They'd have this like foam puck or whatever. And they had their hockey sticks out. And I'd tell them like, if I get hit, I'm taking it away. So then like anytime it hit me, I just like put it in my desk. One time he threw off like a monitor or something off the rooftop when it was someone's last day. And and then just like small town life too, where it's just like, <laughs> here's like weird things in a small town. So like Parks and Rec, only way smaller because uh, Pawnee had like 60,000 people, but we only have like 5,000. So uh, yeah, so it's interesting so far. Luckily, I can be remote a lot of the time too. So that's really great that it gets to still be around with the geese and ducks and <laughs> take care of them. So it's been good. Um but because of that, though, too, I just like schedules changing and, and I'm trying to still figure it out this first week there and stuff. So we just have to push back the streaming. So again, it'll be at youtube.com slash the sorceress princess. And I do appreciate I saw at least like five new people um, have have subscribed to it. So thank you guys like you. We really love having you in chat talking about pop culture stuff here. So we'd love to have you continue on over there too but and right now occasional levity was still doing that on fridays um so stick around for those for alex juliet and me and plus whatever guests we get which will be lou perez um the comedian and okay i think that's enough pushing and then also please like subscribe and share to all of the things everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the next movie, what do we have? We've got Werewolf by Night is the next thing that I listed. I just watched that this morning. Um, I watched that this morning too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd I already seen it. Okay, okay. No, yeah, I didn't, but I just knew everyone wanted, uh, like people were asking about it in chat and everything yeah. and people like it. And I was like, okay, well. The, <laughs> oh, I mean, just like within the past week, because you just knew the name better than I did. I just <laughs> knew the name, yeah. It's like Werewolf of the Night, Werewolf by Midnight, like whatever. Like I'm not remembering what it's called. Uh, I don't know what you thought of it, but I actually, I thought it was fun. I, I liked it. Um, I, I thought it could have been a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. could have. Uh, I, I thought it had more legs than they gave it, honestly. Sure, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I liked see for the same reason that I liked WandaVision, I liked this because it was Disney taking a risk. Only it seems like Disney's only willing to take a risk in like small ways. Like they're not gonna risk something for a major motion picture. And I I kinda I kinda want them to start pushing the envelope with their actual movies because this was good. This was enjoyable. It was well done. Um, its style was interesting and cool. It were, it, there were, it, I wouldn't say it was perfect, though. There were a couple of moments that I thought were kind of cheesy or awful. But, like, they actually, when they filmed it in black, you know, it's, it's in black and white throughout most of it. Mm -hmm. And they really thought about that, like, composition-wise, before they, like, you know, because I've seen people do that where they go oh, we're going to put this out in black and white. And it's the same as if they were filming it in color because so many people do not know how different it has to be. You to have film. to adjust, yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to do a lot of work to to present something in a different, like, like color filter, or in this case, non-color. Um, because other, like, and I, I feel like they actually 
thought about those things, which was an, an attention to detail that I, I liked. Bye, Mother Fetcher. Thank you for joining. <laughs> um, yes, I, I agree with that. I mean, and I'm sure that was something back in the day when they you, you only had black and white and you recognize like what shows up well versus what doesn't. Like you have to have maybe brighter colors or something to even though you can't see the colors just to be able to like see what's going on on screen better. Um, and yeah, that's, I was worried when I saw it black and white because I was just like, oh, you can always tell like there's that quality of like that, you know, this is an intentional black and white thing rather than when it, like, you know, in the olden days where like that it just that quality of like oh they had no choice <laughs> yeah um winky another gift of unsafe space measurement you're incorrigible <laughs> and it looks like uh our nala with oh we did we did <laughs> I want to just keep saying it forever. Um, yeah, all right. I really like the random chat. Eventually, if he keeps going, though, it's just going to be everyone. <laughs> yes. They're all going to be green. Um, but yeah, I let me see. Did I actually have like notes on this? Because it was mostly where. Oh, another one there. So like the he's the werewolf at the time, and uh, and and he's like killing all the minions and stuff too, and like throwing them around. And then the one guy gets thrown, and he's just like rolling on the ground. And the other minion like tries hurtling over, like to hop over, but trips and just falls. And the, like that cracked me up. I I love slapstick humor, and like that was really great. Where it was just like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I uh, the one thing I didn't like was the the stepmom woman. That actress is always evil. Like, so I'm like, well, she's clearly our bad guy. Like, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not surprised by the end. <laughs> I, I don't remember her. I didn't, I probably haven't seen her in a lot of stuff because the things I watched, you know, not real actors in them. They're usually like our last movie night, the horror movie night that we did. <laughs> According, like, it was Motown Suggestion, and then he didn't even show up, but it was Mur, wait, it was The Haunting of Murder House. And boy, was that zero budget and just terrible. Um, <laughs> But but she the stepmom was BB uh, I forget her last name in Frasier, so <laughs> yes, she BB, was. Uh, and so and that's why like her voice was so recognizable and in, in Frasier she's not evil but like you know I think she's the sassy agent or what manager whatever he she is to him but uh, and that's why I'm like man that that timbre of her voice though like I can just like you, I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was in the Lost Room. Uh, she ran a cult in the Lost Room. Oh. So, which, if you've not seen that miniseries, I strongly suggest it. It's okay. very good. To write that <laughs> one down too. I'm going to write it in the notes for the other things that I'm going to lose. So, the Lost Room. Someday I'll organize. The notes that I keep digitally are similarly how I keep organization of everything else in my life too. My mm -hmm boyfriend said that like because he's seen like my sticky notes and stuff too because it's just called sticky notes and it has like the long list of all those things and he said that like because i mentioned like oh they're everywhere like i don't even know it's hard to keep, keep track of everything it's like yeah they're like what a serial killer would have <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I love this. If uh, it's from JB, if the budget of the movie is less than the value of your first car, it's probably going to be bad. Ooh. What if I've never owned a car? Oh, so then <laughs> negative. Yeah, no, that makes sense though. Like they're in debt to the like it, or something though too. I don't know. Like where they're. They couldn't even balance. I don't even know how that works. Old CGI, thank you for the super chat, says Halloween ends mid. I don't know what that means. Like uh, mid-tier? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, if you <laughs> want to add more to that, though, you don't have to super chat it, but I'll keep an eye out for your name, old CGI. <laughs> um I don't understand the slang, the jargon that kids mm -hmm. use these days. Stevie uh, J says, I only travel by helicopter. I was like, Have you <laughs> yeah. seen a movie with a helicopter or a, or a video game with a helicopter? Those things fucking crash. I am not getting yeah. a helicopter ever. <laughs> I'm so scared of like getting my head or arm chopped off from there too. Like I just wouldn't pay attention. Like, oh, that's lower. I hit my hand on like the ceiling fan. They're not on, but I'm pretty sure I did that last night when I was like changing clothes. And then this morning when I was in the living, I don't even know what it was. Maybe I was putting on a hoodie or something in the living room. Then I hit the fan twice in 24 hours. So I don't trust myself in a, in a helicopter. Um, Wallace Williams, I see my name here. Beverly, put a folder on your desktop, then every movie you add to the list, make a folder and drop it in the folder. It actually works better than a talk. Yeah, but then when I'm doing that, like I right now I'd have to like minimize the screen and, and do all that. Right now I'm just keeping it on the sticky notes thing that I just have a bunch of stuff on. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm gonna organize this later, and then I don't. So and then I just keep doing new sticky notes. Uh, I'm still trying to learn how to like organize better my when I have my laptop and now I have my desktop. So try, that's why I like my sticky notes because it as much <laughs> as I hate Gmail, it's like connected to it. So now I can and Google gets to see all my crazy person notes that I make. Um, <laughs> but they but yeah, so now I don't have to like travel back and forth. And I don't like using clouds generally. Like, this is the only thing that I that I'm allowing back and forth. Otherwise, I'm just trying to like transfer myself. Or have like Proton Drive now, so I feel more okay using Proton Drive. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go feed the cats. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, I think we have what we did Werewolf by Night. I don't think. Oh, I have a little bit more, so I'll wait on that for Alex um, Winky. I do have very long arms. I forget. I've measured them before because my friend and I. She's like an inch shorter than me, but she has like a half inch longer arms because we you know as you do as is the custom that we we're just measuring our limbs and stuff at some point in our lives so our friend group because hanging out uh stevie j i'm secretly seven feet tall i am five foot seven so and it's not so secret i've been that way for like 14 years or, or since i was 14 years old so at least that may be younger Winky, I feel sorry for Google having to read your notes. Yeah, I do too. I was trying to see what I have on here because it's just like random stuff though. Uh, I have just numbers on here. I don't even know what that is. Is that an IP address maybe? Um, yeah, I don't know. I have like links and stuff to things that I need to watch later on. Um, I've got to-do lists that I probably never actually did. Um, what else? I've got emails. I've got Avril Lavigne stuff on there. Yeah, a lot of blank stuff too, where I think I started it and then I and I erased it and then closed out and it just saves them all or something. I don't even know. 
Um, I do have a to-watch list on here, actually. And I've got Diary of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Cowboy Bebop anime, the live action, and The Promised Neverland on this list. But I have like a bunch of lists of to-watch things. Um, so <laughs> I just need to acute or like figure out where to where to like put them all in one spot alex is back yep <laughs> um the last thing or one of the other things at least for werewolf by night is michael giacchino directed it and i think he did the music too and i love him because he was the composer for up and then other pixar movies too like he's been involved in it but like he did the music in up which is so if you like that movie which i love it is still one of my favorite movies <laughs> and i um I, wait, I know I was says I hate Avril the gun and you UT and huh <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah Michael Giacchino like the music uh, I don't know Up's music is really lovely I guess <laughs> um Winky no I have not watched with Nail and I yet but it, I do have it on a couple different lists <laughs> so <laughs> I just keep yelling at me to watch it I'll get I'll get my my source to find the movie for me too. <laughs> um, yeah, Stevie, I don't know who you're responding to, but it says that we pooed on just the poop emoji on Halloween ends earlier in the stream. We did. We certainly did. Oh, oh, old CGI topic. said, what's your opinion of the new Halloween movie? Yeah. The first hour was where we was. So if you want to go through like for a full in depth, um, complaint mm -hmm. about the Halloween films, uh, go back to that first hour but it just essentially it sucked it was really terrible the Corey thing was stupid because they didn't feel like we, I agree with Alex that I think that they probably had that ending where they used him more and then they took it out so then it was just totally meaningless no purpose at all in having him they just needed filler apparently for like the 15 minutes that Michael Myers was actually in it and Lori did stuff so the Halloween ends was awful um, do not recommend it unless you're like want to watch some sort of bad movie. So yeah, just go into uh, it knowing it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Unreal Tournament 2004. I don't even know what that was. What UT was? I, was it, I the gun? I hate Avril the gun and UT and Unreal Tournament. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, and Winky wants me to watch the the with you know, I will. Okay, keep yelling at me. <laughs> Um, all right, so we got where up by night. When the hell ends? What is this? Dahmer, Dahmer. <sighs> my gosh, that was difficult for me to get through. Actually, like, I, I had to keep, like, even within episodes and stuff, like, it was, it was gonna make me sound like a little bitch about stuff, I guess, though, too. But, like, I don't, and I was trying to think of, like, why, like, one, even in like criminal minds and other fictional things, like, the, the difficult part for me is seeing people get you know hurt tortured killed and stuff like i hate that part i like the mystery solving i like them like trying to figure out but like i i hate seeing people in pain or dying and stuff so watching that alone like like that was like uncomfortable for me with Dahmer and I think what made it worse though is like knowing that these people were real like i think that was a huge thing was that we're making this docu uh, this, or, or this bio pick uh, kind of thing um of real people and what i read too is that like they didn't even talk to the victims families nope, about it too didn't. that um the one with tony I, I read some quotes about them and they're like how could they do this without like even talk like you i guess they i'll say that they they didn't seem like they were trying to 
you know, like make them look bad, but they, they got like really emotional with the families. I'm like, and you didn't even like talk to them before making it. And you're just kind of like going and like, you know, make, and, and they change some stuff up too. Like, obviously they're going to, they're going to change things for more drama and storytelling. I, I get that, but yeah, like it is even before I read that they didn't talk to them, it was already difficult for me to like think about like because hey, that's my thing with like true crime podcasts and wrongful conviction. Like it's I, I don't like it. Like I don't like the idea of bothering victims and their families and stuff too for things that like I think of these people as real people. So that's why like I I care well, about them. That's what I said like when we did talk about the true crime podcasts and how they were like uh the problem with talking about those things is that Victims and their families are not famous people. They're not public figures. Like, killers, sure, have at it. They've made themselves public figures by committing crimes. I don't care if you talk about them. But, like, victims and their families, by circumstance, were victimized. You know, it's, it's really hard for me to go, yeah, they're fair game because they were victimized. For your public consumption like i have a really hard time with that because i'm like i would want a private life whether or not i was victimized if like if if you were victimized by someone famous you would still want a private life you know like not everyone wants to wants to be 15 minutes of fame wants to always be in the public eye or anything like that so to me i'm sort of like they i that is the shittiest reason to be declared a public figure and open fair game to the press and adaptations because they (laughs) said like oh that the the information they took was all like public and for like it was it's you know reported and whatever too but it's just like okay just because it's there i don't know like it i i I just yeah it made me (laughs) uncomfortable with it Uh, unrelated i'm seeing it here in chat Winky is saying he can't see Stevie J's messages. Well, if you can't see him in, in chat, you can see him. You might need to zoom in or something on on screen here. We have the chat up and I see them so you can read Stevie J's there. But maybe, yeah, because he's asking if he muted him on accident, by accident. Um, it was maybe. a, maybe. Um, the This was a dramatization of it and it was yes, it was by Ryan Murphy the guy who does like most of the TV horror content these days he did American Horror Story he did Scream Queens mm, he, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he does almost all of it at this point like he's like it's he's the go to apparently for TV horror these days um, and it's like can you let other people do stuff And it's, <laughs> but it does seem like Netflix wants to do more of these they want to do another they want to do one on, on John Wayne Gacy Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, he was one that they had in at the end. They did a bit about him, right? Yeah, um, they did. That were the and they the, also brought the, up Ed Gein too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mentioned him. So, uh, I yeah. So that part there, it was watching that, and especially the whole episode over one of the victims too. Where like like yeah, like you do sympathize, like like you really do, like you sympathize with what's going on and stuff. But then, but then it just felt weird when it like. Uh, but this was a real person though like maybe if they I don't know if they were going to do a dramatization maybe it might have been better to just like change names and like you retell like the basic idea of like what he had done without using like the real I don't know I'm not sure whether what I think would be better or not from it but um, yeah so that made it difficult but I will say I think Evan Peters did a 
a he, really he great amazing. job. Like he, yeah. like that was, uh, yeah, I think he, he's a great actor. And I just keep thinking though too, because like, I watched it not too long ago. Some, I had Alexa Vega in it when she's like 14, 15 or so, whatever, like the sleepover, I think it's called. And Evan Peters is in it and he's like some, you know, dorky 14 year old kid on there. And so just like looking back, seeing him in that. And then, you know, then he's an American horse and just like all the roles, all the like creepy bad guy roles that he's done. Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, but yeah, like he is an excellent actor. The first thing I ever saw him in was Kick Ass. I forgot he's in, I haven't seen that in so long. So I watched that before I knew who he was. So I don't even remember him in it. Uh, yeah, him and the, the star of Kick-Ass are both got to be Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that he, okay, I need to rewatch Kick-Ass. I did really like that movie. Um, so what do I have here for Dahmer? I think what does intrigue me as with like every other about like the 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 um serial killer like whatever the, the person is though of of crime is the psychology of them and i think this the show at least did an interesting job of like making a question of like i i think Dahmer came off i don't know it seemed intentional but like but he came off as like kind of sympathetic though too that i felt bad for him in certain ways where it's just like he recognized that he had these problems he kind of tried whether or not this happened in real life i think the real life i think they did or at least claimed to so that's how they portrayed it was that like he recognized that he had these thoughts and and compulsions and then he kind of tried stopping it and eventually he just didn't but then like even his relationship with his dad and stuff too like he kind of has this like part partly like innocence about him in this weird way but like you know like he committed all these like horrendous crimes and like and terrible things but at the same time you're just kind of like oh it, this person doesn't seem like he would really uh, you know want to do this though and yeah. um so it was just it was weird for me to kind of be I mean, and maybe it was also just evan peters because i love him too so it's just him <laughs> like oh you poor guy uh <laughs> Cause then I tried watching a little bit of like the actual Dahmer clips too. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like he's definitely not as like appealing to me, uh, just seeing him when compared to Evan Peters. So I, I have to say like, I kept like every moment that I started having any kind of sympathy and I was like, he murdered someone. I he know. The person. Like every time yeah. my brain just threw that information back in my face. And so like, I, and, and, and there was a point where they tried to make you feel sorry for his mom. And I was oh. like, no, she was an abusive she was bitch. terrible, yeah. Yeah, she abandoned him. Like, even the dad, I was mad at him at first, but then I kind of like, all right, I'm a little bit more forgiving a bit. But when, like, the three months where his mom bailed and his dad, like, his dad was already, like, away and thinking that the mom was taking care of his son, though. So, like, yeah, it's poor parenting to never even bother checking in on him or, like, you know, at, at all, like, try to reach out to your kids. But at least, like, he thought that his wife was was there, and she just ex wife, and but she had abandoned him. So she um, knew he was going to be alone. Yeah, yeah, she and didn't she care. Had, like, she she was yeah. she was awful. Um, so the dad, I kind of I don't know, like, it, and I don't know what happened in real life, but within the dramatization, he at least like later on admits, like, I I should have been better. Like, you know, I should have 
listen to you more should have like and I think that was a big thing too like you know like I had these thoughts and like I didn't and he didn't know like and even when he tried to talk to his dad about certain things like his dad would like brush off like oh like we don't need to discuss these things and, and you know what you need that. to do join the army yeah yeah <laughs> he's trying to tell him after his first murder right <laughs> right yeah <laughs> join the join the army let's do let's do that let's go that let's go that route yeah <laughs> that made me laugh. but I, <laughs> I think what still makes me a, l- a little sympathetic is that it, he clearly has psychological problem, like mental, like deeply, deeply. Uh, and so the same in the same vein that I've we've talked about before, where I'm like, per- you know, certain personality disorder and whatever things, where I'm like, there's a part of me that gets that, like, it's not your fault that your brain is broken, that like, but it's not an excuse for for bad behavior that like you have to work harder to not do that like and it sucks that life is unfair so that's so that's where i kind of think of like i'm sympathetic in the sense that like yeah it sucks for you that you had these things that your brain is like that and that you and that was challenged and you didn't get the help that you needed like maybe maybe early on like if he was able to talk about that and get like maybe he could have been treated enough to like be able to control those compulsions because I think I've talked about it before where like psychopaths and stuff too like where they they can live in society they get trained by like positive reinforcement of just like not murdering someone keeps you out of prison and you get to just live so like there are ways that like they don't emotionally understand like why can't I kill someone or or not always that extreme either but it's just you know like what that you're like okay by doing these things I can live this life without getting in trouble so they and they get like the positive reinforcement so that's those are things that have been done so I think it's possible like maybe he could have it could have been prevented like I think there are things that like people can't control the thoughts that they have but actions are more important so even if he was just thinking about these things but he was able to like live a productive enough life and never hurt anyone I think that's different and but, but like and I just you know again as someone with like OCD and not saying that I think about like killing or eat well I'm not going to say about the eating thing, I'm, but uh, about killing or, you know, torturing people or whatever. But well, he didn't torture, though. That's one thing that he did. That he drugged them to, like, try and prevent them from from feeling any pain, though, even though he like experimented and did weird things with, like trying to make zombies. Um, but uh, now I'm just thinking about eating human meat. I lost my train of thought. Well, uh, you're making me think of the part where he, he first made human meat and he fried it in a frying pan yeah. and I was like that steak looks delicious yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's not human meat you know like it was the part I it's like well this is obviously not human meat this is probably beef and it looks very very good and now I want a steak <laughs> when I was younger it was you know, like in college and stuff I talked a lot about cannibalism <laughs> I'm just kind of like yeah if human meat came around you know it's in a burger patty I'd be interested in trying it still believe that too like just curious i don't want kuru but i am just kind of curious but it's not like something i'm going to go out of my way to do i swear (laughs) (laughs) haven't yet the the thing is about um like Dahmer and his broken brain and like i do agree that we don't do enough actual brain scans and like looking at the brain to see what's wrong what can go wrong because here's the thing like there's nature, there's nurture, there's hormones, there's all these things that do affect our behavior. We cannot, we cannot escape the bodies that we are in. They affect us. They affect who we are. They affect how we act in the world. They affect our instincts. 
you know, what we want to do when presented with variables. They are part of it. So to me, I'm sort of like, and they're not completely within our control either. So I can't, I can't completely discount it. Uh, the problem is, and is that a lot of people think that means you shouldn't face consequences for your actions. And that is absolutely a leap in logic because <laughs> it's like, no, it's part of it. It is definitely part of it. But also part of it is that you know that murder is illegal in our society. Mm -hmm. And if you committed murder, you should be punished for that murder. Like that is like, to me, like it, that's the logic. It's like, yeah, sure. Your brain's fucked up. You committed murder though. Um, and you're part of this society. And that's a variable in your consideration before you committed murder is that we would punish you for it. So we're going to punish you. Like, um, and I don't think a lot of people realize that when we're talking about what makes a person do this, what leads up to it, we're not excusing their behavior. That's right. not what's going on. Um, and, uh, I, and I, I know that's like really easy to make that leap that explanation equals justification, but they don't, they don't equal that. Mm -hmm. Um, Explanation helps you solve it for the future. So you don't have to have it happen again. But people don't. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was going to say that, but people struggle with that. Like the, you can't talk about taboo topics though anymore. And so it's just, even when just to, and I, that happened a lot with just culture, they, they, they suppress it all though too. I'm like, well, no, like sometimes you want to talk about certain talk topics just to understand them and say like, this is why we shouldn't do this thing or, or whatever though. But now, you know, you can't you have to tear down statues. We can't talk about how like, like racism happened and all these things. But you like, no, acknowledge that it happened because if you just erase it from history, it's going to happen again. We can say like, Hey, yeah. this happened. It was bad. Let's not do it anymore. And then, but if you don't like, like, Hey, what's this thing about judging people by the color of their skin? <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, sounds like an interesting way. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that is kind of a problem. Like, it, it be, and that when we're talking about like serial killers specifically, finding out why they were the way they were, because first of all, serial killers are weird. They're unusual. They're not, if they're clearly they're unusual, there's not many of them, which is one, of, but one of the reasons why people are obsessed with them and why their stories get told over and over and over and over again is because we don't understand why. Like, you and I are not serial killers. Most people are not serial killers. We don't yeah, run we're around definitely murdering not people. serial killers. You and I are definitely not serial <laughs> We don't run around murdering people for because we get off on it in some way. So we want to understand why that someone would do that. And one of the reasons why we should try to understand it is so that we can prevent it from happening again. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because if we can figure out what's what, like some of the variables that lead up to this, maybe we could stop those variables and save lives. And that's how like a lot of things, like I, I feel that way about um, mass murders. Um, you know, like shootings and stuff, you know, or bombings. I want to know why these people are doing this. Uh, some yeah. of, like, you know, be, I don't like the, the answer that, oh, it's because they have access to weapons. No, that's bullshit. Um, and I don't like the answer that they're pure evil because it's like, 
no, clearly not. Michael Myers. Yeah, they're Michael Myers. And it's like, no, 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 no. I want to know reasons why. So we don't have to face this again. But too many people just, they, they think when you are examining why, you are justifying. And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm trying to prevent this from happening again. I want to know why. Uh, and I, I find that like frustrating. It's, it's like a part of the conversation that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and which, wait, it was brain thing. I'm going to, I want to address this real quick before I forget. So we go back, go back to brain tree surgeon says, isn't Kuru caused by eating spinal or cerebral tissue? I, I, you know, it really happens when you eat like, yeah, brain and stuff, but I want to say, and it's been a long time since I read about it, that I think it can still like if the person has the disease themselves, I think eating other parts because it's a prion disease, but I think you can eat other parts of the body and I think you could still get infected too, especially after like prolonged eating of it. Um, but don't quote me on that because again, it's been a long time, so I forget now. Um, yeah, but anyway, brain. <laughs> the I thought so, I did think it was interesting at the very end that Dahmer's mother and father were arguing against because uh, she wanted the brain to be scanned, like to, to be tested and stuff to see. And then the dad was like, no, like this, it was in his will. We want to be able to, to, uh, he, he wanted to be cremated. We should respect that. And, uh, and then, and then the judge, I think was saying how like, you know, this is you know, some, I don't know, what was it? I don't, I don't know. And that would have been dramatized too. Cause they, one thing in the show, they definitely had some like wokeness that they were trying to push on there a bit like some of it i understand that like maybe there were uh, i mean i fully believe there are racial problems and stuff going on that they weren't listening to the black community for things though but they had like additional things that were just like white people are bad and and yeah um, they exaggerated certain things about it but the judge was saying something about how like about the closure and how like to understand why people do things but then ultimately he was still like the closure is destroying the brain and not learning more information that I was kind of surprised by that like the way he was know, speaking made it seem like he's gonna say like oh we need to learn about this and study the brain but he was like no it's so I part of me gets it like I you know if that's what the person's wishes are with their remains like that makes sense but I also think and the dad I think thought like they're not gonna learn anything they already tried testing other people's brains and they came back normal um but I think that's like with those scans, like if we still had his brain now with like maybe the, the modern technology that we have, like, could we learn more about it? Could we see why, you know, I don't know that I'm sure that we could somehow. Um, yeah, and then also scanning serial killers brains while they're still alive. Very. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and here's the thing. I don't like Dahmer's wishes were that he was cremated. Well, Dahmer ate people and murdered people. So I don't actually give shit what Dahmer's wishes were. <laughs> when it comes to his brain, okay? In the same way that he lost his rights to, like, you know, travel around the world free from, you know, <laughs> to do what he mm. wanted. And <laughs> he, he probably should have lost his rights to, to some body autonomy. That's so, a like, fair I, point, too. I'm not <laughs> sure. I have to think about that, though, because it's like, you know, if you're in prison and stuff, too, like, you did all these things is it okay for you to like be tortured or something in there? Like, no, can see, they do that's more? Limited, like you're already, your body autonomy is already limited by being in prison. Uh, so like there, there are some limitations on your rights upon being put in a prison uh, already. That's clear. So we're already violating the, the, the rights principles. 
and but the reason why is because they violated rights Someone principles. Else's. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't mean that you have to go overboard with like torturing people and shit like that. Although they do sometimes, um, but there is like, but also at the same time, prison isn't supposed to be fun. So it's not supposed to be like a good happy time. Um, but there, so there's a middle ground there. And I don't, when it comes to something like, uh, like, no, we shouldn't desecrate their bodies. Like, you know, like piss on them and stuff when they die. Like, sure. Like I, I get that. But like, if you have a legitimate reason of, Oh, I wanted to look at your brain because you did something that like less than a percentage of people do. Like then at that point, I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't necessarily care about the fact that he wanted to cremate his whole body. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think now too, like, okay, if you have like Michael Myers killing and then he dies and like, well, he had this will here. So we're going to, you know, do what his wishes with his, in this will. I'm like, yeah, I don't care about that. I get, and maybe it comes like differently when it's like, oh, it's the parents who are trying to talk about their son. So maybe it's just like an emotional difference in my brain or something. So you make a good point. I have to think about it more because I don't know exactly where I I stand on that though. Because uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, what? Why would we pay? Like, listen to what your your wishes are when you did these terrible things, but. I guess it depends too, though. Like he was trying to make amends and get baptized and like and, cha- and make changes in there. So then it's like his intentions were different. Does it, does that make a difference then, as far as like we're doing what he what his will would say if he was if he was genuine? Uh, we don't know whether or not yeah. his intentions were, but well, like if he was really think, trying to change and make amends. The thing is, though, is that Dahmer had periods of hibernation. He had times mm-hmm. where he didn't hurt anyone. So to me, I'm sort of like, we can't, I mean, you can't know that he wouldn't have like started killing and eating people. And also one of the reasons why he couldn't have is because he was in prison. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of hard to judge that, like because of his periods of hibernation, if he killed people like from the first kill, like, oh, every week or, you know, like every month, whatever, like a pretty regular time. But he, no, he had years where he didn't do anything. So I'm like, I, it's kind of hard to judge based on that alone that this wasn't, he wasn't just essentially going into a hibernation period. And I mean, like, and the alcoholism was a big problem too. Like, and that, I mean, that yeah. affects people in a more mild sense, but even to just like physical abuse where like, you know, I've known people who have like, that you quit al- drinking alcohol completely though, because you are a totally like you're a mean alcoholic and can get violent. So when you've stopped that, they're like, everything's fine though. Like it, it like, I mean, you, you can, consider how like alcohol they call it truth serum though so you just you lose your inhibitions and so you're kind of more maybe what you might like you would want to be or like or that you without about the inhibitions though but like i don't know so that maybe that still makes me concerned for like oh being around someone who like can do that just when you're drunk they're like i don't know if i i don't know if i trust you sober if you have like that build but then i don't know i'm um <laughs> But I'll just say that for him, though, like the alcohol clearly made an impact on what he did. Um, 
Well, uh, G-Man somewhere, where is this? Oh, he asked, what are you hoping to find by examining his brain? The key to stopping all future crime. The key. Not all for a key. I think it's <laughs> helpful to understand, though. To, I, I think more to help people who have it. I think that's how I see it, though, that for other people who would have similar conditions, though, like, is there a way um, through therapy, through through medication or something, though, like if you can understand what in the brain, because uh, we've talked about this before, but neurologically, like people don't study enough about the brain. And that's where like personality disorders and stuff happen because of like certain problems, like physically in the brain. I've said like how the, the brain would be missing gray matter when it's for like psychopaths and, and those types of people. Um, certain things aren't developed as much for like uh, like borderline personality. I think it's like the frontal lobe doesn't always like develop completely. And so there are things that are different that can cause various behaviors. So I think if there's a way, and I, I don't know um, what all we can learn or not right now, but if there is a way to understand if there's a difference or not between like a serial killer brain and someone else's, maybe there's a way to help people who have whatever, like, oh, can we get a way to like get the synapses firing correctly? Can we like put in uh, uh, whatever like nanotechnology of some sort to like make gray matter, like uh, or emulate gray matter in our brain to like get people to act more normally? Um, so stuff like that. Here's the thing too, like is you, people in chat are bringing up like medical experimentation. I'm not saying medically experiment on these serial killers. That is not my like. I'm like scans, especially while I'm alive. Like, scans well and data, and if they die, then their brain. Like yeah, <laughs> and like to me, like no, 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 no. And I'm not saying kill them for their brain either. That's not my point either. Although I, <laughs> I'm just so gonna like, scan them and st stuff, and if they happen to die during the scan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I'm. What I'm saying is. I want I want them to to gather data. It, that doesn't mean they perform a brain ops, uh, biopsy. Nothing like that. Nothing that would be permanently causing damage to their brain. Nothing. Yeah. Um, you, nothing like that. All I want them to do is study that shit, get data, and then maybe maybe like we could find something. Maybe a, a common factor among serial killers that then we could look for. And so it's not the key to stopping all crime. I'm talking like, because this is so rare and weird. This is not like someone mugging somebody. That's not, they're not even remotely the same uh, level of crime. Like one, you know, like serial killers are very different. Yeah. And then G-Man says, uh, oh, Alex is the next Anthony Fauci. And then <laughs> William says that no one misunderstood you. Um, he, he was just drawing a parallel. But I'll say that, like, yeah, I I mean, I still think that, like, you've got certain rights and stuff going on. Uh, so, I would, like, while the, the serial killer or whomever is alive and in prison, I think you can still say, like, can we get your consent to scan? And if they say no, then, like, you don't do it. But, but if they're willing to... Uh, then I don't see a problem with that. But I do, yeah, I I don't think I'd be okay with if they're like, hey, we're going to scan you just like just because you're in prison and stuff. Like, no matter what crimes you did, I, I think that I, I, I think I would still want to draw the line there. But like I said, like, I don't know, I guess like how much rights do you lose? I know, after, they like, already take, crimes? they do take their teeth, they take their fingerprints, they take all this data already. Like just take a brain scan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're gonna take too. that data. Yeah, 
That's true too. So mm-hmm, yeah, I think it's something I need to like think about more. Winky, how many memberships are you going to get out? Who got this one? Uh, I'm not talking about prosecuting pre-crime either. Like I'm, I'm talking, like as Beverly pointed out, like finding a cause so you can help these people. It, like his Dahmer in this TV show, at least hated himself. Yeah, he, he, he wanted her to die. Yeah, he kept <laughs> wanting to die. He kept saying, "Like I wanted the death penalty. I wanted these things." And and again, mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. I haven't read like the real thing. I don't know what they dramatized and what they didn't. But a lot of it yeah. they did take from like real quotes and stuff too. So like, so the basic, the gist of it, I think a lot of it was true. I um, I'll get into that later. But but yeah, like I I think that he. I think it wasn't enough. Like sometimes though too, it's like, you know, you need help, but then like you might not always, even if to lesser extent of problems that you have, you might not go get the help that you need on your own. Sometimes you need other people. And, but it's just like, he didn't have anyone to talk to. His dad wasn't really emotionally available to, to get him that help too. So again, again, it's not an excuse for your behavior, but then I also understand that like, sometimes you, you might not get the help that you need. Um, Stevie J says, Beverly's being outed as a serial killer when Alex says they're different and rare. Beverly says, uncomfy and sidesteps. <laughs> a thousand comfy and sidesteps. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I flat out said that we are both not serial killers earlier. So like... <laughs> Revenge oh. of the Nether Realm asks if I'm into true crime content. I actually, like, okay, I like the podcasts that go over problems in our criminal justice system but i am not a huge fan of uh overall true crime mm-hmm. content i i know that's very popular especially among women but it's not my bag um I yeah just, I, I mostly because i'm not i don't like the idea of peeking into victims lives all that much i'm not I'm, I'm, like i feel bad mm-hmm. for like finding enjoyment and entertainment in their misery. So I, 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 I can't really like, like I, I like exactly learning what about a serial kill- killer would say. <laughs> <laughs> I like learning about killers, but uh, I'm not like a huge, like, let me get my jollies from hearing about all the like horrible things that happen to these victims. My interest in serial killers is very specific because it's about the psychology of it. Right, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like I've said before, uh, my thing though is wrongful convictions. Like I care about true crime for wrongful convictions because I think the justice system is flawed and it makes me feel terrible for people who have been, you know, convicted who didn't do anything wrong. Um, and then when it comes to like actual criminals, like serial killers, I'm interested in the psychology of them. Uh, like I said at the beginning of talking about Dahmer, like it was tough for me to watch it because of thinking about the victims being real. And I have that problem in watching like other like stuff like Criminal Minds, like the parts of them getting hurt and killed and, sh- and tortured, like makes me like physically uncomfortable. Um, but that I am interested in the psychology of of the serial killers though but then without having to like step on the victims toes on the flip side i can kind of see too where it's just like oh you focus your attention on the serial killer when it's like the victims like they were people too they mattered though and so there's that that balance of like it's not that i don't care about them it's that i don't i don't want to impose on like you the you were private people and i it's 
not for me to try and like public make you public or like learn about those things. If if that's something that the families want, then I'm like, okay, you know, but I just I you know want to respect the wishes of the families and stuff. Yeah. Well, then, like, I know that, though, when it comes to mass shooters, they say don't the best advice. And this is like a a pre variable that helps prevent more mass shootings. They say don't talk about the killer. Don't don't show show their face. Don't don't make them out. Yeah, it's that complex. What it like the the like you want that fame and stuff too, mm-hmm. and and all that. But then like don't give it to him, which is an episode of Criminal Minds too. At least one where it was yeah. just like, and like the whole thing was at the end, like he wanted the fame and stuff too. And they're like, you're never gonna, no one will ever know your name. And then they're like, here are the victims that he killed. Like they will be known. But like the serial killer, uh, whoever it was, um, it was just like, nope, like you will never be known. Um, yeah. So I like that. I like people in chat too saying that. Uh, I think Winky says that I'm wearing my killing outfit. Wouldn't that be hilarious? If I, if I just walk around with like a giant butcher knife or something though too. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, my because stab you. As JB says, armed civilians also prevent mass shooters, but the news hates that. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, the news refuses to do what it needs to do to prevent mass shooters. And one of those is fucking stop showing the killer. Yeah. <laughs> stop talking about him. Stop trying, like, stop it. And the other one is, yeah, uh, actually, armed populations are, you know, hard targets for mass shooters. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where it is now. I need to find that tweet. Uh, I'm sure levity, but there was some <laughs> idiot girl who on on Twitter posting something about how like people are saying like you know if we take away guns, what will we do if uh, you know if I get mugged by gunpoint? Um, hello, how can they mug us by gunpoint if the guns are banned? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god, to be that naive. Yeah, like Chicago clearly doesn't have any problem. Like, you can't have guns there. There aren't any guns. My coworker did not get mugged by gunpoint twice. Yeah, oh my god, that's so dumb. But that, that brings up a good point. We're talking about like entertainment and true crime and all this shit. Is that like at a certain point, like I think it's the penultimate episode of Dahmer, is that they start talking about how people are trying to make money off of Dahmer and all oh, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, who the fuck are you to point this out? Yeah. <laughs> you literally making a TV show about Dahmer to make money. Like, yeah. oh, fuck yourself. I felt the same way about Nope and the, oh my God, Hollywood sensationalism. As you do Hollywood sensationalism. Yeah. Like, come on. I hate that so much when they're like, ooh, look at this topic we're talking about by doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. You're like, the lack of self-awareness involved in that is so frustrating (laughs) um winky gotta stab them all (laughs) yeah that was a really good one chicago has more murders each week than this country has each year oh um but yeah yeah i i mean i guess it's one thing like you can it's not I guess it's not complete hypocrisy to acknowledge that like, yeah, you know, I'm doing it too though, but so maybe you can do it without, uh, but maybe it requires some like uh, mockery of yourself though, like some sort of acknowledgement that like you are doing it. And, um, but so I guess that can be hard to, (laughs) to do. Um, Let me see what else we have. The black racist cops. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. They really pushed on that. And again, I'm not saying that like those didn't happen. I, I fully believe that they were out there. They did do a thing later on that like stuff that wasn't true was like they they or they exaggerated was like the the awards that the cops got they, that it showed that like the two police officers, the one, the 14 year old boy that Dahmer had. And he was like, he's my 19 year old boyfriend. We live together. He's just drunk, but he had drugged him. And then uh, uh, Glenda, who played by Nisi Nance. Um, she was like, no, like, what? And that she's actually a combination of two. Of people. two, of two, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but so she's like, no, like this is this is uh, uh, like he's a kid, he's a baby, and then the police let Dahmer keep the fourteen-year-old boy, and then he murders him. So like the police were there for it, and they're just like, uh, okay. Um, and then they get in trouble like by getting suspended, I think with paid leave though, and then eventually reinstated. And in the show, they have them like they get like the, these awards for uh, for being great or whatever. And that part didn't happen. Um, they didn't get those awards, but they were reinstated and they had long careers. So like that is crazy to me um, as yeah, far as like no. stuff. But then I guess it's similar to uh, what were we talking about earlier with the with like oh the the bayonetta woman where it's like it's weird I'm like I don't really like the exaggeration of of like the, like yeah it helps with the you know to dramatize it but it kind of bothers me I'm like no I want to know what really happened like now it makes me doubt some like I had to look this up myself to see like did these because I was questioning different things I'm like what really happened so I kind of yeah. wish that they just did like it was enough you don't need the award it's enough to say you're reinstated and you have a long career to be upset yeah. by that exactly like I, I agree with that. And, uh, like, it was funny, I was talking to a friend about this and saying that they were making it kind of like a race thing. And yeah. um, and I was like, it'd be, I was worried after the first two episodes because I was like, Dahmer's first victim was white. Mm -hmm. and many of his victims were white. So I was like, are they trying to say that he only killed black guys? Like, There's from the first, because they show everything out of order. So I was like, and they were only showing like black victims. So I was like, what the hell? And then, and I was, so I was like a little worried about that. And then I, I was talking to a friend about it and he said, well, they could say that like, maybe they weren't, you know, the the police weren't as on it as they should have been because it was a poor community. And I was like, that is actually the point they make. Right, right. <laughs> Which was, yeah. that's reasonable. Like, yeah, they weren't, they weren't as on it as they should have been because they sometimes when in, come in urban environments, police are, are either uh, apathetic or under uh, staffed, undervalued in a certain area, um, like usually poorer communities. Uh, that is true. That does happen. So, like, it, it, did that happen here? Kind of. Yeah, it did. So, like, I kind of believe, like, you know, there were points where it's like, the police didn't come for a long time. And I can believe that because I can tell you that sometimes they just don't want to show up mm -hmm. in an yeah. urban area. <laughs> yeah. Even in, in rural areas, that's when I had my car accident and they called, we had to call the state police, but they we waited like an hour and like they didn't show up and my car was like technically drivable and the guy was an, the guy who stopped to help us was a volunteer fireman and he worked at an auto sales place though too and he was just like, if it's drivable, it's technically a non-reportable accident, even though my car rolled down a hill. Oh um, my God. It flipped over and landed upright, um, but my friend and I were fine. <laughs> so, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> So, so we like, bury the lead. <laughs> 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 oh 
car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just like hit a patch of like slushy ice and it fishtailed. And when I overcorrected and it happened to be like on a hill, I was only going like 45 uh, and, and it was on Groundhog Day. And then it like rolled down, like it flipped over and landed upright. And uh, but I always like made sure that we wore seatbelts though to Anne, especially since then. Because you feel like you never know when the car might flip over. But Jesus. Uh, but yeah, we waited like an hour and they didn't show up. So we just had to like call and cancel the police. We're like, never mind, we're good. Because <laughs> we didn't want to <laughs> wait around forever. Uh, yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, with the, the, they, I guess it makes sense for the people within the the time, and the and re, in real life to question like was he doing this because he's racist? Um, I think that's fair for them. Like I was worried that the show was going to try pushing that one because he like he I don't think he was. He was attracted to like several black men. Um, yeah, so was. like I don't think he was. But you're just gonna say like the whatever like the the because interracial relationships it's still racism or whatever though too. So that's what they yeah. they claim today. But like. Wanted to make a zombie slave or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. But they didn't push that. They didn't push yeah, that right? he was out of racism. Like even when the the when the black detective said, "You chose a poor black neighborhood that was underserviced by the police on purpose," and he's like, he's like "That's just what I could afford." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "That's what I could." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, like, I, I, I was like, "Yeah, Dahmer was not." really racist right say that he was like he has a lot of other problems and things though but like i don't think racism was one of them so like let's just stick to like what what he actually did and believe um i let me say yeah the racism thing so the niecy nance thing she mentioned in there and i assume this part was real she said that her daughter just turned 18 and she's like it's crazy because she's talking to 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 what's his name reverend uh jackson and, and um and she's like it's it's crazy because like i was 18 when i had her and i'm like that puts you at 36 years old then and you clearly are not 36 years old no matter how much black don't crack like you're not a 36 year old woman so you're just, your 40s very when, when clearly she, <laughs> she said, even that like if that like she might even be yeah. 50s though like she could pull off looking 40s i don't know how old she is but but yeah, I was just like kind of annoyed that I'm like, wait, she's only supposed to be 36. Like she comes off as like an older woman, like just because she's, you know, she has this like kind of mother, like grandmotherliness about her. Um, yeah, she's 52. Yeah, she is. She's 52. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, oh, she kind of looks like she could be in 40s. So she's probably even older than that. <laughs> um, so she, yeah, I was just like, I'm sorry, but you're not 36. I was really bothered. I'm like, why did you even need to include that line there? Like now it's just really throwing me off. It took me out <laughs> of the show. Uh, but uh, I, I think I was bothered too. I have just like notes for specific things where Dean, the one victim, he was like the monster maker and stuff. And I think, which I think that's kind of an interesting thing. We're like, oh, Dahmer, he's they calling him a monster. But he said something about like, you're going to make your, your Frankenstein um, figure all you know the all night still like let's go hang out and stuff and I was really bothered by that because that was not Frankenstein that was Frankenstein's monster yes it was um, <laughs> and like you were saying earlier too Glenda Cleveland was a combination uh, of two like uh, she was a real person but they combined Nisi Nance's character Glenda uh, with also Pamela 
Bass, Bass, however it's pronounced. She was the actual next door neighbor. Glenda Cleveland was the one who like lived across the street, but they like kind of like meshed them together. Yeah, I like, guess. Glenda is the one that called about the 14 14 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was black. I think Pamela was not black. I think she was a white woman, but I'm not, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> JB says 52. She's about to be a great grandma. She was a grandma. At, like what was it with it within a few years of it too like at least by 40 she was a grandmother because they they had her grandson or something who looked at least a couple years old too <laughs> um so i don't really know the whole whole timeline of her family um oh i see. didn't want to go over to Dahmer's apartment to help afraid. oh oh right i think glenda uh, my, my, I was when she was like calling the police and they're like, I think someone's being murdered next door. And they're like, well, can you go check? And like, no, someone's being killed. They're like, I don't want to go check it out. So I thought like, yeah, but this is, and I was thinking, this is why you don't trust the popo that like you, you have your own gun that you should have there. And like, whether or not you choose to go check it out, like try and help the person. Like, you know, it's, uh, I get it. But like, but yeah, I'm like, you're not relying on the police when uh, something is happening now. Like, that's why I've got, I think I have three guns in here right now and a bow and a bow with arrows are in this room at the moment. <laughs> um, two two rifles, a bow, and then my revolver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you should have a firearm to protect yourself and some self-defense items with you probably at all times. I hate this idea that we're supposed to rely on other people for those things. And it's like, uh, no, uh, other people are unreliable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the police aren't even, they have like the to serve and protect, but I think the, like they are not, they don't have to protect people. Like their job is to catch criminals after they've committed a crime. They technically aren't there to save people, like to protect you from crime and stuff. So like, that's what I could, I wouldn't rely on them. Like they might be great. And I'm not saying that it's bad, like they're all terrible or whatever. I do, will believe that there are a lot of corrupt ones, but I don't think they're all bad. Um, but I just also wouldn't want to rely on, like, I, I don't know where they are. I never see them around here. Like, I would have to protect myself. I, they wouldn't make it in time if something were happening no. now. I mean, I um, have a security system, but I also have firearms. Like, you see this thing? Like, I'm like, cover all your bases if you can. You know? <laughs> I just wrote a story yesterday on, on a security business, a local security business, too, though. And, like, it's good to have. And, like, and I asked, like, you know, what are, what, what do you recommend as far as, like, uh, for people to try and be more, to, to take precautions for, for security? And he said lighting. Like, the biggest thing is just having good lighting around. And then, <laughs> um, and, and having the security cameras, they're good for, like, um, not not just surveilling to see like what like who it was when they're committing something, but then also like for for your own protection, like liability if something, especially at a business, something happens, you get to see like, well, did it happen the way they said or said it did or whatever? But, yeah, I do uh, have a camera actually. Um, I don't. But I, I I will say this: don't get like a ring camera if you are going to do cameras. Make sure that they're closed circuit and like you have access. Like because yeah, you're yeah. because don't don't rely on the Amazon ring because they will just turn that shit over to anyone without a warrant. Like they don't care. They don't care. Oh wow. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> so um, don't get that. <laughs> some of my notes. Oh, this is about like one of the victims. I'm I'm not super comfortable talking more about it was gonna be like the comparisons to what happened in the show versus real life, but I'd rather I'll just skip the stuff talking about the real life victims. Uh, uh, insanity plea. 
I'm trying to like hurry through this because I know you need to go and then we'll quickly talk Velociraptor, Velocipastor, sorry. Um, Insanity plea, Dahmer. Oh, I, I was kind of interested in that where they're like, try, like he he came off as like, oh, I'm not not insane. And or like he, they said that he can't be tried as that. But I was like, I, I get that it's just like insanity in the moment when it happens. But I'm like, but he is insane. Like, let's let's be real here. Like the problems that he has, like these compulsions, these obsessions and stuff though, like I'm willing to say like, say like insanity is like a good like you know whatever spectrum you're along that line somewhere that whether or yeah. not you're like it's that emotional uh uh the re like, what is it called the the i can't think of it right now but just like the the reaction that like you did it in the heat of passion kind of thing is yeah. how they do a lot of insanity please where it's just like i went insane and it was the heat of passion kind of thing but like you can have like a long-term insanity thing where you're <laughs> like yeah so i i I, well, get I think it. his periods of hibernation were kind of against him being insane because he said that he like controlled himself to some extent. Yeah, but so. then that happens too with people. Like you know, like sometimes like things get worse. Like I could say my OCD, I get I have more problems with it at certain times than others, and it depend. Like if there's more stressors or something, then it acts up. Like there are just different things that can cause it and i get like insanity plea is a legal thing and there's specific things but just generally i would say he's insane <laughs> uh, not from the maybe not from the legal perspective but right. from the psychological perspective he is definitely mentally ill uh right. and drastically mentally ill um right. yeah i agree with that <laughs> um we talked about the yeah the sympathy thing like i think it did like there were parts just just yeah like he especially comparing to john wayne gacy where he was just although it was kind of a baller thing to right before you die to say like go fuck yourselves or whatever it was <laughs> um but like you know, clearly like he you know he enjoyed the the inflict like the killing and the whatever of it at least how they portrayed it whereas Dahmer was more about like whatever weird experiments and stuff too and like wanting like he just had like the other craziness um Lionel's wife, the stepmom, Sherry. Oh, yeah. Lionel's wife, the stepmom, Sherry, is the most chill, understanding person ever. Like, she was just, she, I don't know, she just took things like so, so well, like, no matter how crazy they are. Like, she's understanding, even when like his ex wife is being a, a bitch and stuff, like, and just, and her stepson is a serial killer and things. Like, she's just so together for it all though like, i don't know what she's like I mean, in real life but you know having she, molly she did off. she was kind of more real in that point when the two of the, the wife the you know the ex-wife and mm -hmm. him are arguing in the in the courthouse hallway and like he's still yelling at her she's leaving and she's like oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he yeah, was yeah. yelling at him to stop and it's like you and, and she's and then she like gets control of herself after her outburst and she's like stop <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i was like and that part made made me like her more uh -huh. she can't she can get like yeah loud. she does have which i mean that's very realistic like you have people like, like no i'm trying to keep my cool here like but but you are human too like you do have emotions so like and sometimes that that gets released so shalele i don't know why we're talking to shalele but um but uh yeah uh other things whale noises oh yeah i didn't really recognize it until he was like listening to 
I just wasn't like paying attention to what they were. And then I'm like, once he actually got the whale noises while he was in prison, I don't know if that happened in real life, but I was like, ah, yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. then it just reminded me of, of Jamie Lee Curtis and Scream Queens when she was like, the only way I can sleep is through like super loud whale noises. Like, oh, or I'll just do turn it to serial killer, like her white noise machine. Slasher flicks. Yeah, yeah. It's just screaming and stuff. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the victims getting the profits from the dad's book and Dahmer's 25 cents an hour in prison? Um, I'm split on that. Like, I don't think you should, I don't think you should try to profit from misery, but I also am like, like having someone tell you, you can't make money is also like, so, but that okay. <laughs> but that would be just the dad getting it, though. Too. So I guess like that's an argument for like, oh, is that okay for them? So like, like going to the victims instead. But like, I don't know. Is the yeah the victims getting? I guess like, can should the victims get a profit too from him and their misery? Is that still weird to do? Yeah, but like, but people do that. Like some a lot of people write books based on their own stuff. That's true. So uh, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of books are like ghost written or written by journalists on behalf of victims and the victims the proceeds go to the like a big chunk of the proceeds go to the victims. And yeah. like to some extent I get that. Like maybe if they come to an agreement instead of taking everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Split some sort of yeah, splitting the profit mm-hmm. somehow or like yeah rather than it just being like you're mandated to give all of them here like maybe there is yeah some sort of compromise or something I don't know that's I I wasn't sure how I felt about (laughs) it um I think I felt like it was wrong though because it's like yeah it's your story but then like you know I'm saying I'm telling my story from my perspective of stuff of the like and yeah like you were affected so I think that's why I, I while I sympathize, I do kind of lean toward like, well, it's wrong to take someone else's money though. Like you're, you're infringing yeah. on their rights of like their property. And I think, uh, I think part of it has to do with the fact like, is it, I mean, is, does his book even talk about the victim's lives at all? Yeah. I don't if even not, know. Yeah. Like then and if it's more about his relationship with his son and trying to reconcile. Which I think it was. Yeah, then I'm yeah. sort of like, well, then maybe you don't deserve any of the money. Like, I don't, I don't right, know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it depends on the content in it, though, too. Like, how involved w- w- were they specifically to it? Um, and that's what, like, the one mom, she even kind of, like, said, like, oh, I, you know, it's one thing to go after Dahmer, but, like, but to go after his family, like, you know, they went through a lot as well. So she was a little bit sympathetic there, but then still decided, like, yeah, I'm going to take their money, what little yeah. there was of it in the book sales anyway, but... Um, and then I think the last thing I have is just when they talked about like building a park after they tore down the the housing units there, um, it was just like so much red tape that they couldn't and nothing has been built since then either. So it's just this empty lot. They didn't do anything with it where Glenda was like, hey, we should put a memorial here. You know, they're going to make it into a park, put a memorial and they didn't even do anything with it, which no. means government makes everything difficult and it sucks. So I know. I'm so like I was like thanks for that message that red tape and regulation ruin everything. Yeah, like, yeah. All that shit comes from the government. Like, oh, it's so hard to get something built in the city. Well, then you, you, the city is making it hard. Right. Like, you, you keep loving government and stuff too. So, like, learn that like the more of it that you have, the more it's, things suck. So, uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's all I had for that. If we have like two minutes 
I don't have a ton well, to say about. I pushed it back 15 minutes. So oh, you did. All right. All right. So we've got a little bit more time Anything to wrap up anything else on Dahmer then. Um, it was a mixed bag to me. Yes, I agree. Again, Evan Peters was wonderful. Like he's oh, really so great in the portrayal trail. And it was interesting to see information like I, I didn't really know anything about Dahmer uh you know outside of like some basic stuff that I've heard um so it was interesting to kind of get like at least an idea and to see like what his his perspective was like I didn't realize he actually had like what he did though to kind of understand him more where it's like not just this this murderous uh intent that he wanted to do it was like for whatever other weird neurological problems he had yeah um so that was interesting but yeah like again it was it was difficult with the, the victims and all that like i making a dramatization of this i'd say maybe it would be okay if this were like a hundred years in the future or something like when you're i was trying to think like jack the ripper when you go over and like and if you did stuff about him as a if they knew the person and like the victims and stuff too where i'm like everyone back then even if you have relatives now like they're, they're they didn't know them where it's like it's far enough away that like i think i'd be okay with it uh of them like talking about the victims and reenacting what happened with them yeah. the fam like the immediate family isn't alive anymore um, mom dead everyone it's not in living memory fine have at it i don't care <laughs> yeah yeah um so but ultimately yeah like I, I i i i am mixed with it too as far as like oh it's super successful but then the whole thing with true crime and then, and then the victims and all that too as far as like do i recommend this to watch like i don't know i'm not sure just based on like for like ethical reasons and and all that but but if it's just straight for evan peters yeah do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evan Peters' performance is absolutely 100% amazing. Very, very good. But he, I've not seen him in something that I've disliked him. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I felt like he was underperforming. He's he's always he, really good. Yeah, <laughs> he puts everything into each performance. So, yeah. Um, so, Philosopaster. Yes. I I really can't, like I don't think there's a ton to say about it. it is uh, you mentioned last week though too that you thought it was going to be like something that took itself seriously? I and, did, and then there was that that the part where is in the right at the beginning, right at the beginning when his parents die in a car bombing, uh -huh. and and like it, it shows them standing in front of their car and waving, and then it cuts back to him. It's like super Here, cheesy the whole scene because they're just like yeah, and, and, I, and as he's waving at them. I was like, why is his sleeve so loose? And that's when I realized he was wearing like a cheap priest costume. Um, but then like, so like it, wait, he's, it cuts back to him. There's a, an explosion sound and then it cuts back to the street where they were and the car's gone and they're gone. And it says VXF car on yeah. fire. Yeah, and I was just fire. on the screen and I was like, oh, this is a joke. They're yeah. not serious. Yeah. Fine, I am on board. Let's go. <laughs> and then, yeah, like when they that weird sequence where he's talking to the other priest, like really early on before he goes to China, and like they keep showing close-ups, and I'm looking at their um, their priest collars, and I was like, these are costumes. These are not actual priest vestments. These are costumes that they bought at a costume shop because. 
instead of like the black collar with the white collar underneath it that goes all the way around like a real priest's mm. collar, it's just white sewn on <laughs> to, to like, the, and you can see the fringes of the freaking cloth. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I like that that's what you pick. I mean, at least at the beginning, it makes sense, though. Yeah. Like, there's so many other things. Yeah, I know. I picked up on that. I was, I was like, not listening to them. And I was like, holy crap. Stevie <laughs> J makes a good point and says, wait, how could Velocipaster be serious? <laughs> you'd be surprised, though. There are, like, things that are, I mean, I don't even know if you'd say Sharknado, whether, like, there are things that, like, or, like there's they a movie called mosquito that's about mosquitoes being the yeah, bad guy yeah so uh, I, like i think sharknado is self-aware and stuff too but there are ones that like here like super low budget things that are maybe the names aren't as outrageous but like they believe that like, you have like the writer director and star and then they end up making like this ridiculous thing that they think and they they put like they, they are serious about it and even as silly and stupid as it is so i've watched a lot of bad movies oh, and geese are yelling hopefully it is just the ginger and not something attacking um but uh yeah the <laughs> the whole so the plot if for those of you who haven't seen it is a pastor um real like ends up when he gets especially angry i think it was like when he's when he's emotionally uh, upset then he ends up turning into a velociraptor oh what's yeah that? and sort this is what sharks i was just to bring this up it is it's stephen kang's sharks of the corn and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because i watched Velocipaster. uh now this is in my recommended uh-huh and there's I, <laughs> also avalanche sharks and i think I don't think it, it didn't do it like sillyly like, like Velocipaster did, but it is about at a ski resort in like the snow and it is a ghost shark. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember why or how that, how, like anything, but, but yeah, and I'm pretty sure like it wasn't like done in a, as, I think they were kind of playing it seriously enough, but it wasn't as like satirical. Um, I heard sharts of the corn, says JB. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what else is there? Like, the, so he turns into a velociraptor, and so then he's fighting. There's like ninjas involved. Uh, yeah. They, whatever, like the weird, the, yeah, the weird uh, organization of like the ninjas. And then at the end, the one ninja, like when he reveals himself and like he didn't recognize. Oh, because the whole time, like when his parents, he's remembering his parents and he's like, oh, they're like laughing. They're just laughing. Like, 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 prolonged laughter, not saying anything. It's just like happy time flashbacks. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. You're my only son. And then and, and even watching that at that time, too, I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. But then it makes more sense later on when when the one ninja that like they were fighting, like takes off his mask and he's like, do you recognize me? And it takes him a while. But then he's just like, brother. <laughs> So then he's literally like, in the car when the dad says, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're like at the family dinner and the oh yeah, in the car he like they're because they're laughing in the car and then he just like sits up in the like in behind the back seat though and he's just like alone and I think it was in the house at dinner and like he's just standing in the doorway when he's like you're my only son and he's clearly two sons so it, yeah, yeah it was so cheesy uh, but it was it was it's a fun movie on Amazon Prime. 
um, very much taking itself not seriously. So yeah, absolutely not. And sometimes it turns into a use it video. A couple of times. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of all over the place. But like you're like, all right, yeah, because like you know this whole thing is silly. Like even because he just has like the the raptor arm sometimes, and other times yeah. he turns. And then when he's a full thing, like it's seriously just like such a costume where you're like, like it doesn't look realistic at all. It's just this big dinosaur costume as he's like fighting ninjas. So, <laughs> um, well, like, the the director and writer of this, I uh, he said that. The way he came up with the idea is that he was texting with someone about his favorite dinosaur and it auto-corrected to Velocipaster. Ah. And, and he was all like, and he, like, he made a, tr a grindhouse trailer based on it and then like that went viral and then he made this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I, I do think it's really funny because it's, it, there's so much of it, like, it's making fun of kung fu movies. Mm -hmm. It's making, it's, oh my god, it made fun of, like, romantic comedies at one point. It, oh, yeah. it, it like, yeah. really, like, went all out on making fun of people. And, the, and, like, it has the final confrontation in daylight. And it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Because then you finally see the full of the a raptor costume and it's so cheesy it's so cheesy yeah yes it's so funny <laughs> um mikey says is your favorite dino isn't a triceratops then you gay um <laughs> i mean i love lamby for times and i was i'm so i think i think long necks i think the apatosaurus slash brontosaurus whatever they were trying to be like it was has been my favorite a lot but now you know i've got like geese and chickens and they're like they look a lot like what they believe dinosaurs were so the way they walk too and just so oh, maybe wait, something along wanna, the birds <laughs> i want to read you a bit of trivia based on this about this movie police actually showed up to find out what was happening the day the movie's climactic fight was filmed. Though the scene was being shot in a relatively remote area of a park, people passing by could still see the actors and the set. Someone called the police to report that, quote, ninjas and someone in a short, fat dinosaur costume were running around in the park. <laughs> Why did they need to call the cops for that, though? <laughs> I don't know. I would just be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Something's going on, but you know, it's clearly you're all in costume. Like, I like, or what if they believe they're like, hey, calling the cops, ninjas are attacking a guy in a dinosaur costume, like, <laughs> need help ASAP. Well, it kind of reminds me of um, the first Naked Gun movie where he, he, he made they're making fun of the Dirty Harry line, and he like he got in trouble for shooting four guys in the park. And um, and she's he's like, well, I don't know about you, but when I see four guys stabbing someone in the park, I don't stop to ask questions. <laughs> and like the police chief or mayor, it was the mayor. She goes, that was five actors performing Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> <laughs> you killed four actors, good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, if you've not seen Police Squad, the old TV show, or the Naked Gun movies, you definitely have to. I can't remember if I have seen Naked Gun. 
maybe the first one. It's been so long. At least I don't remember it. Um, JB says, I still think the porta potties at Jurassic World should be marketed as Velocicrapper. <laughs> uh, let me see. JB also told Winky that he has a 22 rifle for fun shooting. Yeah, I've got three or four. I don't know. I've got like at least eight guns. Most of them are rifles. I don't even, <laughs> I even have keep track now, too. They are 15. Um, a bunch of stuff. Mr. Sparkle Gleam says, a lot of free filming in the forest in Velocipaster. <laughs> well, they also, uh, they filmed this in Pennsylvania. Was it in PA? I can't remember. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember where it was. It's, I don't there know are a lot of like low budget. Like no, where, they, yeah, but, but a, yeah, a lot of filmed there forest things though like they end up being in pa and and so but it's hard to keep track of all the bad zero budget movies that i've seen they're like when, <laughs> which ones are in PA and which ones aren't um uh the title is totally ai generated because it's our now ask so it's ai generated um it's one of the pieces of trivia says this is the highest rated movie on rotten tomatoes and I'm like, is that a joke <laughs> that they put in the trivia? Now I have to look it up. Yeah. I'm not in tomatoes. Me too. Okay. What does it say? Run. Nope. My keyboard stopped keyboarding again. <laughs> Run tomatoes. Run. Run. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, there we go. <sighs> Get there. Good job, keyboard. You did it. Um, it, if it's the highest rated, then everything else, tomato meter, everything else is less than 59% and audience score is less than 71%. So they probably 71. put that true. Someone put that trivia yeah, in there yeah. as a joke. I love it. I love the trolling. And I'm, I love that it's as high as 71%. Even the raw, the tomato meter with like the critics gave it 59. Like, wow. Well, it's, it's satire. It's kind of hard right, to right. take. Like, saying like oh no it's bad quality makes it you know bad it's like no it's purposely bad you can't you can't fault it for being purposely bad quality <laughs> like come on it's writing is deliberately cheesy everything everything it set out to do it fucking did okay it it wanted to be cheesy it wanted to be schlock and it it did it all <laughs> schlock I like that you like that word schlock <laughs> now I keep thinking of it in a in a oh shoot what's his name the the Christopher is it Christopher oh I can't even think of the he talks I can't even do a voice though so oh, I don't oh, know Sean Connery. Sean Connery thank you the Christopher <laughs> uh, yeah Sean Connery schlock <laughs> um, uh, yeah so that's a fun movie um, and I think that that's a good uh movie to to end all like because that's like more fun like a more silly thing rather than silly. like halloween ends being so terrible enough and, and ugh, what it, and downer being a downer werewolf night was good too we got like it was a mix there was ups and downs here um i i'm not even thinking of sean connery i'm thinking of like like the did will ferrell play him in a snl i'm thinking of like an impersonation of sean connery i think on the the jeopardy SNL sketch, which is oh no, Will Ferrell played played Alex Trebek, I think. I don't remember who did Sean Connery. Um, but uh yeah, hi Peter Lim. Well, Alex has to run, so let's wrap up here. Again, this is the last one un 
on Unsafe Space. We are still going to be here on Fridays, but we're going to move this stream to Thursdays uh, in like two weeks because uh, Alex is going to take a break after yes. streaming so much this well, month. Because I, I realized that it, even though I didn't stream two days this month, it's still more live streams than 31 Oh because yeah. There are some days that I stream two or three times. So. Yeah, because you're not even just doing it on your channel, you're doing it on here and, yeah. and, and Caleb's and things. So um mm -hmm. so yeah, if you and I did see I think we got at least like seven new subscribers there. So thank you very much. Uh but if you still haven't, go to, to youtube.com slash the sorceress princess mm -hmm. and someday someday i'll be allowed to change that name but until then i cannot and here's alex's channel and then also you can come into my discord because i might be doing like other streams on other platforms like rumble if i do like newsy stuff i'm not going to do it on youtube um because <laughs> many inappropriate things so but the in the discord it'll be updated or you know like all any streams and videos and stuff that happen i'll be posting them in there and that's free to join um anyone can join it uh yeah anything else hi tim parker chambers thank you um book club sunday 2 p.m eastern um email me speak at if you want to speak at unsafepace.com if you want to join on camera uh i think that's it um oh watch 28 days haunted on netflix it is awful it is a real like a reality ghost hunting show and it is like the worst one because they really they're putting in like drama among the ghost hunters though and i'm like this i hate this i hate them all and uh, cause they're like stuck inside whatever haunted location for 28 days and they have to like change and then like, mm -hmm. but they're going through like all the physical and mental changes. And I think it's always fun to see like, oh, the psychology of like the people who believe that they're sensitives is what they're calling them now. Um, and, and the psychics and things that one should just be, see that. So I've started watching it and it is awful, <laughs> but it's based <laughs> off of the, who are the conjuring people, um, uh, the, I forget their names, but because their thing was like, you know, you, the stuff actually really happens after like seven days and then they're trying, so they're testing it out, like the family, it's like the son-in-law is testing this out and, uh, but essentially it's testing out how much money can I make on a reality ghost hunting show, so. Uh, oh we'll God. Uh, but I think it's it's so trashy because I'm like, I don't like reality shows, like normal reality shows and all that though because like, like whatever, housewives and things. But like ghost hunting, I think it's cheesy in a different way. But now they're combining them because like, you don't get that <laughs> same drama with the people. I'm like this is so trashy. <laughs> You're like not down for it. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to keep watching it and I hate it. <laughs> Um, I don't know how you do it. You watch so many bad things. <laughs> oh, by the way, I started like watching more Rings of Power today. Oh, have you I finished everything? Like, I just um, put it in as like a pop up on my screen, yeah. so it's like minim. It's mostly minimized, and I'm doing other things. And as I'm watching it, the music is so. And I realize this is a big problem with it: is that the music is not epic. It's fucking soothing. I just wanted to go to sleep the whole time. <laughs> and obviously the show's actual plot and, you know, dialogue was not helping because mm -hmm. I just, I was like, by the time it was like 3.30 when I stopped, like right before our stream, and I was like, 
I want to fucking nap now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I can put on Reigns of Power to go to sleep to, and it might work. <laughs> I'd be, I, I'm kind of interested in checking it out, but I just don't really care about Lord of the Rings, so that's really hard for me to, like, even want to get into, but... <laughs> but you got the white vagina, so you know. Yeah. There <laughs> um, is that. <laughs> but and I can't right now. Everything I'm doing is just horror stuff, though. So I can't like until how like through Halloween. I'm I'm only doing horror based movies and shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you guys, and thanks this uh, for the at least for now. Maybe at some point we'll bring it back in in some sort of other form, like a, a, a TMR here on Unsafe Space. But thank you for joining the last episode for now um, on Unsafe Space. But it's not forever. Again, we're going on the other channel. And it'll be a little bit later than 7 p.m. Eastern. It'll be 8 or 9 p.m. Eastern once I figure out a groove of my schedule. Won't be next Thursday. <laughs> Not next Thursday. No, uh, we w uh, let's we'll say we'll be back November 10th. Is is the plan on on YouTube.com/slash The Sorceress Princess? Uh, <laughs> on November 10th. The time is a little bit TBD right now, though. Um, bye, Mr. Drummer. And well, you don't like elf on skates. <laughs> But uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I love you all, um, especially Alex. And <laughs> go watch Alex's stream that she's going to do right now, too. Yes, so, right now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and happy <laughs> Halloween. I know. Happy <laughs> Halloween, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals, or tacos is strictly prohibited. Apropos of nothing, I was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic? Your president is in full control of his mental faculties. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.
I don't have anything else to say. Alex is going on and streaming, but I just wanted to do another post credit scene. So uh, happy Halloween and uh, Pika Pika Pikachu. Okay, goodbye.